Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Mash Those Buttons MASHcast. I am Jared, and I am here with Games Industry Public Defender, Nick Zelenkevich. Hey, how's everybody doing? Yes, and I'm here with Nintendo controller hater, Mikey Kenny. I will stand by that. I will. I have no problem with that. You want, That's fine. That's fine? Okay. That's fine. And last, but definitely not least, we have the triumphant return of the lover, the fighter, friend of the people, an ally from the great white north, Joel Couture. And a special screw you to Konami, freaking season passes, bad shitty PC ports, and anything else I have not bitched about in the time I've not been on here. Yeah, see, that's that's what we needed. God damn, I missed that. I <laughs> missed that. Screw you, damn angry it. person on this podcast. It's okay. Just mention <laughs> Destiny, and Jarrett will go off. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I aired out Destiny yesterday on podcast, and then if you listen to like half of the in orbits, it's me like putting bullet holes through that game. <laughs> Cause this yeah, is but, how we make friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a a special edition mash cast for two reasons. One, this is the fifth five year anniversary of the mash cast. The mash cast originally aired or was on uh, was available for download on two four uh, twenty. Well, what twenty? Sorry, what was that twenty? Uh, twenty eleven. If it's oh, a, it's gonna be twenty eleven. If it's five. Yeah, twenty eleven. Sorry, sorry, twenty eleven. Yeah, and um, it's been a long day, Nick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it really twenty eleven? Twenty eleven was when we first started the Mash Cast. Oh my uh, You know, I'd say almost. Well, yeah, probably about yeah, six or seven months after we actually started Mash those buttons. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so th- there's that five year anniversary, five years of Mashcast. This is the, if you count all the special editions together along with the regular episodes, this is the 196th episode of the Mashcast. You just couldn't make it to 200, could you? No, we can't. But I'm blaming Nick's baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will drag the carcass of this thing. I will drag the carcass of this thing to 200. We are getting there. <laughs> baby, like baby can be on the show. We're already shitting on it. <laughs> we're already hating on your baby dick yeah already we're ahead of the curve in internet anger we're mad at people who, aren't, who don't even exist yet well I, exactly. I look forward to like when he's in therapy and then they're like so, so, so why do you think your dad hated you and then it's like here let me play you this <laughs> we gave your baby a two born. out of five your kid's the mash cast killer <laughs> i'll name him little mk yeah okay <laughs> maybe not then maybe not yeah. let me think about that name a little more yeah trust me so my, yeah, that, those is... are my initials so don't do it mm. uh, <laughs> don't do true. it uh, so yeah like I said, this is the, the fifth anniversary of the mash cast which is sweet but the bitter portion of it is that this is the very last mash cast we will be recording after this mash cast we are going, it's going on permanent hiatus. It's going on the shelf. You know, I don't want to say it's completely over because, you know, anything can happen. But more than likely, it's not. Yeah, we're, we're, sh- we're shelving this bad boy. Which had a good run, 196 episodes. That ain't bad. No, it's not bad. Not well, bad at all. It's wasn't a lot there... of very smooth voices over the yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. I progressively have gotten better. <laughs> 
thanks to the wonderful world of audio editing. <laughs> thanks to Jared audio editing our voices so they don't sound fucking horrible. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Uh, but yeah, the uh, out of the, the we started the mash cast, you know. Well, actually, at the time we started the Mashcast, podcasts were kind of going downhill. Like, they were becoming less popular. And um, I remember listening to, I think it was Joystick's podcast, and they were ending it. And I was just kind of like, well, there's no, I'm not really hearing any great, you know, podcasts out there that are, uh, I don't know, coming from the voice of, like, the gamer. You know, that's what I, that's what I was feeling. And I was like, you know, let's start our own. So we did. And man, was it bad. <laughs> we I, we have learned a lot over these last five years of podcasting, and uh, the site, in, in terms of podcasts, has to have expanded quite a bit. You know, Nick has his baby, uh, Wild Talk. You know, we have in orbit. Well, we're not mad at. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the baby. That's a five out of five. Yeah, the Wild Talk <sighs> is the one that uh, has the least anger usually because they they really enjoy playing that game. Usually, Nick. Well, you know, it, you know, it's one of those things that there is a lot of consternation in the WoW community, but I, I do my hardest to to keep a positive spin on things. I still, you know what it comes down to? He'll and I think him. this this is a thing, too, because I don't think you believe this about Bungie. But I still think that Blizzard wants WoW to be a good game, and they still try their hardest. They fail sometimes, but I think... Deep down, everything that they do comes from a source of of, of love and, and wanting to make a great game. Well, and I get the feeling you don't believe that about Bungie. Absolutely not. <laughs> they don't give a two shits about Destiny. They want your money. Well, Blizzard, <laughs> I mean, you don't, also, Blizzard, you don't punt the fucking cash cow. Like, come on, that thing's had so many subscribers and keeps bringing people back. Why the, why the hell would you not keep making love, sending shit at it? So people come back like destiny is just like, I mean, I think they've made their money off of it already. I mean, it's, it's whatever, but that's a whole Des- other topic. Destiny could have been good, but they, it wasn't. Well, I shouldn't say it's not that it wasn't good. Here we go again. Why do you think this is your fault? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it wasn't good. I didn't good, do it's it. This wasn't me this time. This, 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 was fault, this was my fault. This, this was Nick. Word. This was There's Nick's fault. a lot of fault. finger pointing in the video. You can't see this in audio. <laughs> There's a lot of finger pointing right now. Yeah, because we, 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 yeah, we're not going to go on Destiny again. We're not. We're not. No, we, <laughs> no, no more. There's, we I, there's restraint. Yeah, well, there's hours of me bitching about Destiny on record already. So <laughs> no more Destiny bitching. We got it. The game is not good. Understood. Diddly noted. Tagged. It's, it's it's like I said, it's not the game. It's Bungie. It's okay, Bungie is the okay. problem. Bungie's not good anymore. Yes. Done. Okay, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, we also have In Orbit, which is our Destiny podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast about the game that we like to like just hit over the head. Well, that's the why I'm not on the podcast anymore. I, I I had to back away from it. I had to back away from a podcast that I was hosting, Joel. I'm not sure if you ever listened to it, but I was actually hosting that podcast. I was like, Jorge, you got to take it. You got to take this thing from me. I know. I don't know. I think having someone complain about the same game every week for an hour is an amazing idea. You're, just like, <laughs> you're, like, you're so I think into that's the mechanics like... of like how it works. It's like, all right, reloading. Why does this piss me off? Sit your ass down because you're going to hear about it. Just every <laughs> detail, just torn to shreds. 
I mean, other other media outlets get most of their coverage from tearing the shit out of the game, so why not? But <laughs> that's true. Now, Mikey, you're on our other podcast. You're on Double Tap. Yes, I am. The once a month thing that we do for the fighting game community. That you is sound about so to start. Well, it's been a really dull time for fighting games lately. But like next month, Street Fighter Five will officially be out, and then that's when everything gets serious. I mean, they've already announced the games that are going to be at Evo this year, and people are already up in flames that Smash Bros, Wii U, and Smash Bros uh, Melee are both uh, games there, but they only get Street Fighter Five. There won't be Ultra Street Fighter Four, but you know that's a whole other. That's stuff. double tap. Yeah. yeah, that's double tap. I'm not gonna get into that here, but yeah, there's a pre- that's just a preview of the things that we talk about and discuss and stuff like that. Right, and then the newly added podcast for Overwatch is Watchpoint Radio. <laughs> radio. You watch Radio. Every time you say that, I think it's like a sequel to Jet Set. <laughs> it's every time. Yeah, and luckily. Uh, beta's coming back on Tuesday. I cannot wait. I've never been excited for beta like this. There's games coming out on Tuesday, and I'm seriously saying I seriously want to say they should reconsider. <laughs> they, no, they should reconsider because Overwatch closed beta. No, no I need Firewatch next week. That needs to come out now. I need to play that now. You cannot push Firewatch again on me. No more. If, um, okay, it's only going to be saved because it's a closed beta. If this was an open beta for Overwatch. They really need. They should have really considered does, pushing back. What day does Overwatch come out? The ninth. Oh, what day? We you mean officially? Yeah. It's like sometime before June twenty first. That's what they said. <laughs> okay. So, so I feel. So, I was gonna say. I feel bad. I, I hope. I hope they don't launch at the same time as Doom. So. Uh, I don't think so. Ooh, but it won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter. Doom just came out with a release date. Damn. So yeah, that's May thirteenth. Yeah. May third. I thought it was third. Oh, third, thirteenth. That has a three in it. Oh, whatever. Enough, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's like the month before Overwatch. I guess they're trying to get in before them. They know. should. They really should, because Overwatch is going to be awesome. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, we've, we've ex- expanded on the podcast front quite a bit. We have some other podcasts that we're going to be uh, working on and putting out. And uh, I don't know. That's I think there's a lot of thanks to the MASHcast. Lots of trial and error and learning things and... Learning how to hold a conversation. Stay on topic to a degree. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even say that. (laughs) It's like to a degree. It's like, at least we can. We said stay on topic perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like we can take something, go off topic, but at least we can swing back around now. You know, (laughs) and bring it and rope it back. Before we'd have to rename the whole podcast. (laughs) Yes, we'd have to rename the entire podcast before. (laughs) So, yeah, it's. It it's it sucks that it's going away, but I think uh, some good things are gonna come from it. To be perfectly honest with you, you know we can focus some more on our, on our other uh, podcasts that are dedicated to specific communities or specific topics. And one day, one day, when I feel the need to have a news podcast again, when the city needs us, <laughs> we'll return. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, who knows what will happen? You might decide you want to do like random special editions of random things. Who knows? Yes. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, I mean, like me, Nick, and Mikey have been on podcasts, but Joel, I don't. 
you know, you have more fans than we do at this point, I would imagine. <laughs> so why don't you tell anybody who's been living under a rock what you've been doing? <laughs> uh, I worked for Indie Game Mag for a bit, and that was okay. And But I got picked up by IndieGames.com a little bit after that, February of last year. And that's been pretty good. Like, I got to talk to uh, Jake Kaufman and just do some cool things there covering specifically indie games, which you guys pretty much got me started on. Just give me, like, mostly the indie stuff. Because you'd be like, oh, God, this looks like shit. I bet Joel would play it. And you would be right. You would be right every single time. And just recently, I've been picked up to freelance for Gama Sutra. Yeah, so that's been very cool. Uh, I got to still mostly covering indie devs. Like, I got to cover some arcade cabinets that a couple of devs have made for uh, Juegos Rancheros. I don't know how to say it. And they don't, they won't know I'm saying it wrong here. They won't track me down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's been cool. And typing a horror novel because I hate spare time. Because yeah. you hate spare time? <laughs> yeah. And I just finished that recently, so I've been busy. But yeah. I don't talk to anybody, so you wouldn't know. <laughs> not on a podcast because I hate my voice and I hate speaking. Even now, I'm angry at myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Joel. You've been so sorely missed. Yeah, sorely for the missed. three or four times I usually pipe up during a podcast. And just like, <laughs> uh, dicks and butts? Uh, Yes. See, this is the effect I have. Like, there, there have been a few times. We're all silent I mean, before and after he. Talks, I mean, you brought up it. interesting topics. I don't. I don't. I don't see the issue here. With dicks and butts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> Did you know I was turning this into an LGBT that quickly? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> oh uh, dear! Certainly mashing it up. <laughs> Yeah, this is sliding off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Surprise! So well getting everything back on track, and then I come and ruin it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we, we were going to talk about some things today, mostly uh, maybe reminisce a little bit about podcasts, and mainly talk about what has changed over the last five years. In gaming, five years, like, it doesn't feel like it's been at all. I mean, I've been running Mash for almost <laughs> six years now, and it's like, really, it's been six years? And then, I, you know, I have to stop myself from getting horrified, like, oh my god, where have the last six years gone? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Yeah, well, you well, know. welcome to your 30s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, god. And, um, you know, so it, 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 it's, it's uh, quite a bit has changed. I mean, when we started the Mash cast, Sony was not doing too hot. No, they were failing. That PS3 was not doing so well. We were, yeah, like Sony wasn't doing that great. And then the I like you know the Titanic, which hitting the iceberg was the PSN hack that happened while we were doing the Mashcast. Yep. But somehow Sony flipped that thing right over. I don't. And not only did they beat out Xbox in the last generation by about. 3 million units. I'm talking about sales, Mike. Last generation? Yes. PS4 sold uh, more. Oh, I thought yeah, you were talking P- about PS3. Sorry, PS3. To... Okay. PS3. Oh, okay. PS4. PS3 sold more worldwide than Xbox 360. Wacky. Even well, worldwide. I can, mind that I can see worldwide. Shit. 
<laughs> I can I can see the worldwide just because the Xbox doesn't stand a chance in hell in Japan. Oh my god! Um, I love the pictures of the Xbox lines in Japan. <laughs> ghost <laughs> with all the ghosts endlessly dark and amusing. Because <laughs> nobody's there. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. The, yes, but they they, they came I from behind. Now it's them. I think Xbox had more to do with that. The Xbox fucking up so much had more to do with it than they did. Well, make Sony, then Sony doing all the right things because Sony mm. just had to come out and said we're for gamers, and then everyone just threw money at them. Hey guys, <laughs> we are not Xbox. <laughs> yes. You don't pay for Xbox Live, but now you do, or you won't have to pay for PSN. But in PS4, you do. <laughs> but we're still cool. <laughs> Everybody was still people. okay with that. Well, yeah. And the th- well, the thing about it is, like, with, with the, with the, you know, PlayStation Plus, sure, you're paying for it yearly, but I get six free games a month because yeah, I have a PS3, a PS4, and a Vita. What about Gold for Gold for Live? Is that what it's called? Games for Gold? Games for Gold. Dude, games for Gold sucks balls. Like the, Just like how PlayStation Plus game. started at first, too. PlayStation Plus was shit at first. For like the first three or four months. Well, oh, no, I don't know about that. The first game you got was like, what was it? Uh, Wait, it was that shit. It's that old, like, F-Zero-ish game, but it's owned by Sony, but it's not as fast as F-Zero. Wipeout? You know what I'm talking about? Wipeout? Wipeout, yeah. Yeah, Wipeout HD. Wipeout HD was an awesome game. Yeah, like, but then, like, it just turned out to be, and then they did those PlayStation minis, and, yeah, there was a lot of weird things about PlayStation Plus at the start, but it's it, it has gotten a lot better. But than that's PlayStation Plus at the start. Xbox games for gold still sucks. It still sucks. Once in a while, they'll give you something good, like right before Tomb Raider came out, uh, the new Tomb Raider came out, they gave you the old Tomb Raider for free. Right. You know? Uh, Assassin's Creed was free right before the new Assassin's Creed came out. Right. They did what made sense. Exactly. Whereas with PlayStation Plus, like you know, you get not only do you get the two free games, but now they get they have the uh, the PlayStation versions of other games that you would normally have to pay for. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think like Microsoft really didn't fuck up until this generation. You know, until they had that terrible, terrible conference. I got some that- amazing, amazing shots of that. If you'll oh, remember, yeah. oh, I yes. got very good with uh, MS Paint. Making my uh, screenshots for that that conference. Yes, yeah. that was those were those were the, the promised times. Yes, good times. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Like, like if you would have asked me in 2010, you know, will you be playing PS3 or PS4 as your primary? I would have told you no because I was I was t- I was turning on my Xbox every day when I walked in my house. Yep. You know, and oh, now the same like, way. Now it's like all Sony. Like Sony, they they at the end of the last like they just. They kicked it Xbox, in yeah. Xbox, uh, they couldn't hold on to it. They, they started to go to the dark side too early. They made the same exact mistake that Sony made. <laughs> same exact mistake. But- and now Sony's reaping the benefits like they did the PS2. And now the end of the PS, you know, like, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think Sony will make the same mistake twice. Microsoft was probably like, <laughs> I don't know. Microsoft was probably like, let's talk oh, about that well, VR. Let's talk about how VR is going to go, and then we'll, we'll see. I don't think they're taking VR too seriously. They're going to build it, and whoever buys it, buys it. You know, and that's going to be it. See, but that's what happened with the 3D television. Like, Sony was putting in a 3D for a while, too. 
and then they quickly backed away. So like I feel like that's the same thing that's gonna happen with the VR, and I'm just kind of disappointed in that. But yeah, well, I, I think know. it's gonna happen with VR in general. I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't, I don't have a need for. Not that I don't have a need for VR, but I'm just not interested in VR. You're not interested in Res Res VR because that shit looks well, okay, fucking let's awesome. Very very specific <laughs> games would be cool in VR. Very no, if, very specific games. If if No Man's Sky turns into a VR game, I will be on that shit so fast. I don't know, like, I wouldn't, I really am not interested in playing, like, a real FPS as a VR game. One, because, you know, in VR, when you move your head, that's when the screen moves. No, when I play a first-person shooter, I need to unrealistically be able to move to the left, or turn left, or turn right. If I move my actual head as fast as I move my mouse to turn left, turn right, I'd snap my neck. Well, then everybody, then everybody's gotta do that. So it's like... I don't know. I think it. I think it would be. I don't think it would be as bad as you think, but I don't know. Don't so I would rather use the the Sony um, the Sony visor, like personal visor thing they had. Do you remember that? Anybody remember that? It was like a thousand dollars, but you put it on. It had like its own contained sound, and it had these two screens in it, and it basically is the equivalent of watching like an eighty-inch television. Good. That's what it was, but it cost like a thousand bucks. I'd rather wear that than a VR headset. I actually don't want to be in the game unless it's a Batman game. Because I, I don't be, know, you know. That's I would <laughs> like, I would like to play like Witness. The Witness, I think, would be cool VR. Um, you know, Gone Home. Uh, Life is Strange would have been interesting as a VR because then you're a girl, but you're a guy. I don't know. Um, Kiss some ladies, eh? <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, exploration adventure games, I feel, would be really great in VR. But at the same time, part of me is like, I want to play Mirror's Edge in VR and get really sick. Yeah, just puke <laughs> You're reaching around for a bucket? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, like, like, but horror games, I think, do really well in VR. They do, like, but I think they're too much for me there. It's like, uh, Really? Too much for you? That means, yeah, that's a no. <laughs> Yeah, PT. <laughs> PT was right right at my cusp. Imagine, where imagine, I, was like, I was like, maybe I should shut this off. Maybe. Well, imagine PT and VR and yeah, how fucked would, up that shit would be. would be shit and piss everywhere in my pants. Because <laughs> everything would go. <laughs> that game. Oh my god, that game scared the shit out of me. I scream. <laughs> I actually scream. I haven't done that and It's just a demo. Time. I know. You know, you heard that Kojima, I think was that a rumor that Kojima and uh, Del, Toro. Del Toro are doing a GDC uh, oh, I heard that's speech. real. Yeah, I heard that's real. Yeah. Is it real? Exciting. Might we'll be see. I'm yeah. not going to get my hopes up. Exactly, because it's, it's still too early. Like, Sony just recently acquired him. Like, they can't have something by now. Well, who knows how long they've been planning this thing? God knows they didn't finish the second half of Metal Gear. <laughs> they could have been working on anything else. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Sony. Sony knows where their priorities were. Sony knows that they fucked up in '06. It took them a while to dig out, and they know that their bread and butters were gamers. That's why all this additional shit that they put out—if it's not working—they're like, "Fuck it, just put it away." We're not going to force it. You know, like the the, uh, the PS move, which I did like. Uh, the, the, the 3D, which Sony built a television for. 
a very good television that you can actually be playing. I'm not sure if you guys lose, but on there on the PS TV with the 3D, you could be playing side by side with somebody, and the frequencies were different for each pair of glasses. So you could be looking at the same screen and seeing something different. Oh yeah, oh, I wow. remember that at GameStop. Yeah, I remember. Put it on display like that. You just throw it in the it glass was... and you see a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. They did it with the resistance. There was a resistance three bundle for a small little 3D TV with the glasses. They would... oh, I, remember I remember that. that. The bundle was six hundred bucks. That ain't bad. Yeah. No, you yeah. get a PS3, you get Resistance Three, you got the glasses, you got a controller, and you got a television. For six hundred bucks, that's pretty freaking good. That is pretty good. So you know, even they toss that to sign the same thing with VR. Like they're gonna make it, and if it works out, they're gonna go. But if not, they're not gonna pull a Microsoft, build this device, and then try to force it on you. Like, oh, nobody's playing it. Oh, that's because they're not making games for it. That's because nobody bought it. Oh, okay, we'll just put it in and make sure you charge them for it. All right, come on. Oh, okay. the, yeah, the Connect. Yeah, the I Connect. I don't, I don't have a Connect for my Xbox One. Me either. I didn't buy an Xbox One until the price went down to four hundred, and then I got it for three hundred. <laughs> that's when I got. That's when I got an Xbox One, and you know what? There was only one game that was good for that console the entire first year I had it, and that was Halo Master Chief Collection. That was oh. the good game. That was the good game. Forza <laughs> with, all those, with all those online problems, that was the good game. You know what? Yes, that was well. Yeah, that was a good game. The single player was fine. The Man. single player for this game was fine, but um, the actual uh, multiplayer. The actual multiplayer was a different story. I don't play Halo multiplayer because I'm on Real Tournament fan, and I can't do it. <laughs> Halo tries to be an arena shooter. It's not a real arena shooter to me, but we'll leave that alone. I still like the single player. Now, I bought three games with my Xbox One, okay? I bought Forza Horizon 2. I bought Master Chief Collection. I was very happy with both of those games. Then I bought this, and you guys can't see this on the podcast. This is Sunset oh, yeah. Overdrive. I, fucking, I love that game. I love Suns- that game. You love Sunset Overdrive? <laughs> you know uh-huh, how I they do. made this game? Do you know how? how they made this game? How? Somebody says, I want to play a shooter with trampolines, and they threw money at them. That's... Yeah. <laughs> then, have you played you know this game, Joel? I've got no, teddy bear, no, I've got teddy bear bombs, and I do not care. Like, that game is so much just random. I never finished it, but, like, I had so much fun with it. The game is not it. cohesive at all. No, like, it's it makes not, no I'm sense. okay with that. It makes zero sense. Yep. And then <laughs> you can't stay on the ground. Nope. And have like a ground fight because you just get swarmed. Yep. And everything is bouncy for some reason. Yep. You could jump on the top of somebody's car like with a metal top and bounce like like a fucking gummy bear. Yep. Like it's it's so stupid. It's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Exactly. See, that's usually a selling point for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sold. Oh, I you get like these teddy bear like bombs. And like you just hear like these cushiony sounds, and then it's just like boom, and then like there's like orange puddles of like soda exploded everywhere. Jared is visibly deflating. (laughs) I love the game. It was so. It gave me like like, and you can like do tricks and stuff like Tony Hawk Pro Skater to like grinds kind of stuff while you're doing it, and it racks in your combo, and like you can can like get superpowers, and you can do everything in this game. Everything they can possibly think of. Hey, is there any way to get rails in the game? Yeah. Uh, is there any way to make uh, you know put trampolines in the game? Yeah. Can we make teddy bear bombs? Sure. Can we make this gun with like sixteen barrels? Absolutely. Why not? 
How are you trashing the game? You really sound like you're selling it there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it, not, he's not the target audience. He is not the target audience for this game. Game. It really, it really is. Like it's stupid to the point where it's just not fun. No, that's that's where we disagree. <laughs> like it's just stupid enough to where I have like a great time for about an hour or two, and then I put it down, and then I come back to it later when I just want to like goof off and shoot some crazy shit. I, I just keep forgetting to trade it in. Like honestly, like, I haven't been to a GameStop in a really, really, really long time. That's why. Mm-hmm. And I've rarely gone to a Best Buy. When I go into a Best Buy, it's usually like at the last minute. Like, oh, I don't feel like waiting for this game on Amazon. I'll just go get it from Best Buy. <laughs> I know somebody who has like that Best Buy um, gamer club thing, so I get the discount there too. You know? Like, eh, why not? But. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that game. Whatever. I say fuck Master Chief Collection. That shit was awful, but. Yeah. Um... But, uh, but yeah, that was like the Xbox. They, they, Microsoft just was not prepared. Look, they were not I... prepared for them not to be on top. Like they just expected to be on top. Mm-hmm. They were not prepared. I won't lie, the Xbox is just a killer instinct machine for me. Yeah, see, <laughs> this year was the first year that Microsoft that the Xbox was probably worth getting. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, getting? I honestly <laughs> thought they were going to win the holiday season for the simple fact that they had the they had the best exclusives out this 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 winter. Tomb Raider, Halo, you know. Backer compatibility, yeah, that is a deal for me. As soon as I could play Ikarugo on my Xbox, I started using my Xbox more. When they get Gatling Gears, oh my god, I can't wait. You know? So yeah, that's a, that's a big deal, but nope. Microsoft's still digging out their hole. And with the recent news with the EA with the EA slip, where, what did he say? You didn't hear about that? Oh, oh man, what I missed. What did EA what do? Did, what, did, what did EA say? Well, an executive from EA accidentally kind of told how many units Microsoft sold. Oh, well, that's let me find bad. It real quick. He's gonna get Isn't slapped. Like nineteen later. million or something. So, it's coming close to nineteen million. EA, hold on a second. How does how does EA know? I guess they demanded well, the numbers he, from Microsoft. He didn't, well, that's the thing. He didn't. Um, he didn't actually say it. I mean, I know they would know how many how many of any given Xbox game they're selling, but w- would they be so brazen to just assume like everybody's buying our stuff if they own an Xbox? No, like he, so. This is what he said that he's a chief financial officer. Uh, he said on an earnings call on Thursday, uh, last Thursday, I believe, uh, that the custom that the company estimates the current generation of video game consoles it works uh, it works with had sold fifty five million units. EA, to my knowledge, they don't. They either don't make stuff for Wii U, or they don't make that much stuff for Wii U. I don't so think pro- they touch Wii U. So yeah, so they're talking, they're talking Xbox and PS4. We know the PS4 sold thir- almost 36 million copies. That leaves the Xbox with 19 million copies. He kind of let that slip out. Mm, to be fair, it's estimates. Although he he would have a good idea as far as how to estimate. That. Exactly, he's not me saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's somebody who would know, you know, he has to make those calls. So, that's close. At the at the max, we're talking, you know, what, 22 million, 23 million? Or it could be less. It'd be less. He could be going for the high number. Could be. Oof. You know? So, yeah, they, they really just weren't prepared. I think the problem was... 
Well, they had. What was what gets me is like uh, they still had Fallout Four on their side. That's what bothers me a little bit about that. Is they like, do. They have Doom on their side too. Well, Doom isn't coming out till this year though. Yeah, but still, like that's that's pretty big. Like, I mean, I, literally, I think the only thing that wasn't on their side was Battlefront and Call of Duty. And Call of Duty. Yeah, that Wait, was they didn't have Call of Duty on their side this year. No, the the exclusives are coming first. The uh, PS4 now. That's so weird to hear. Like, I just yeah, think yeah. back to when it was like all that's these Xbox. It's, that's Activision being Activision. Activision Act- goes with whoever's winning. Activision, yeah. just, they, they want that sugar daddy, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this before a little bit as far as the PS3 losing to the Xbox and then finally coming out in the end. Or I guess the 360, the PS3 losing to the 360 and then finally coming out in the end. But Sony, like, righted the ship and there was that lag time between when they actually started doing well and then when they actually started selling well. And I think that's where we are with Microsoft, is that they're finally doing well, and they just need to get caught up as far as sales. And so how long was it like before like you know, Trenton back in the day righted Sony that they were able to get everything going that you know that that they could win in the end because it's still possible, depending on how long this this generation yeah. goes, that Microsoft could sell more Xboxes than PS4s, you know if, if they can maintain. It's yeah. possible. But if it was if an Xbox was going to outsell a PlayStation, I would have thought it would have been the holiday season where there are literally no PlayStation exclusives. I think that's momentum, though. I think I, I, as much as you're right, I think that just shows how deep the hole that Microsoft dug for themselves was. The, and the problem- they, they had the they had the better potential for a holiday season and Sony still beat them. I think they that's how far back they are that they have to get caught up. And and the problem is right now this holiday season if everything if everything's coming out that's supposed to come out this year, like we've got Uncharted 4 coming out really soon. Horizon Zero Dawn looks fucking amazing and that's supposed to be out this year. Uh, finally we're getting the supposed to be the god coming back from the freaking Sky, uh, uh, the Last Guardian is finally fucking coming out. Whenever that is, I'm so not interested in that. But keep going. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, you're not. But how many? How many people are we having like a Duke Nukem forever here? Like this game is like fucking mythical to people. So it's it's my Half Life uh, Three. Look, your your old is showing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like nothing, like. Uh, part of the problem that I, I even said this on the uh, one of the last recorded Nash casts that we did, um, regular ones. One thing I did not account for was the fact that since so many people have PS4s, when they're talking to their parents about getting a console, they're telling their parents they want a PS4 because their friends have it. It's the same thing, like, you know, when that's just, that's just kids, but also adults. Their friends have it, so I was like, okay, well, I'll get a PS4 because because everybody else has one. I didn't take that into consideration, and I, I openly admitted that that makes me better than Michael Pachter for openly admitting that I was wrong. I, I wonder, though, like how much of console sales is driven by kids demanding? Because I almost feel it's not so much that kids' Teenagers. friends have PlayStations. I think it's like parents' friends have PlayStations, because, and maybe I'm biased because I'm about to become a parent, so I'm looking at it through my own prism, but I'm thinking like, 
parents are actually kind of closer in age to us than we are to the kids. And I know that the kids love the Minecraft, which is on Xbox. So I could totally see all the kids being like, you know, mommy, daddy, I want an Xbox so I can play Minecraft with my friends. And they're like, no, my clan plays Destiny on PlayStation. Screw you. That's what you're getting. (laughs) Well, that and other than Minecraft, what kids games are there on the Xbox one? What kids' games are on the PlayStation? Well, Ratchet and Clank will be out soon. Um, well, they have that. Was it the Max and the Brother the thing? The Sly Cooper. Draw. Yeah, they have Knack. They had. Um, well, that's PS4, but I'm talking about on the Xbox. They have that uh, fifteen dollars oh, game. Oh, about Xbox? Oh, yeah, I where no you have to they have. draw stuff with the controller to save your brother. You can like jump and then draw a vine, and he'll hop onto the vine, and he'll yeah. Did, I did, know it. No- There's a Mario game that did that on uh, the, the DS. Or was it, it something like that? Like you were drawing oh, stuff. Right. To- I don't know. I remember Kirby's Canvas Curse, where you he was a fucking ball and you had to draw him across the whole gosh darn levels. Hmm. And then they remade that into a Wii game, a sequel. But whatever. But literally, like, I feel like if you're looking for like a parent and kid console. And you don't like Nintendo? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like Sony's your way of going. Because mm. there's just more available for E for everyone. Whereas, if I look at Xbox's library, it's T, M's, you know, all that kind of stuff. E10 and up. There's not a lot of E for everyone's. Plus, if worse comes to worse, you give the kid a little big planet and say, here, go fuck around with this or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, the little big planet felt like a game I shouldn't have been enjoying, but I was. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, I'm too old to be enjoying this. But fuck it, let's go. <laughs> you know, that's, right. that's how little big planet felt. Well, right. for what you were saying, Nick, with the the time it took for Sony to make that comeback, this is going to be very different because Sony was able to make the comeback they did. Because Microsoft was starting to say, okay, well, we got the gamers. Now let's focus on other audiences. And that came all the way through to the Xbox One, which put them in the situation they're in right now. Sony is not taking their foot off the pedal. They're not. So we got a legitimate race then. Like, neither one of them is fucking up at this point. Yeah, like, Sony, Sony, they're going to keep pushing forward. And Microsoft has to find a way to kind of jump them. People don't believe me. I think backward compatibility is going to be huge for that. Who doesn't believe you? I believe you. You believe me because that's because you. It's your you. <laughs> I think. I think it's nice, but like I, I ask people like who's using it, like who's actually who uses it now. Now that there are actually games for the Xbox One. Okay, well I'm glad you don't have games for your Xbox One. You have to go I back do to your have games for my Xbox One though. That's what I'm saying. I have games for Xbox One, and I use the backward compatibility. I was so excited when Shadow Complex. Got oh you know was there for, for backward compatibility and is coming too. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Like I was, I was literally about to play Shadow Complex and I saw the notification for the one on the PC. I was like, oh okay, and so I downloaded that one instead. But um, I still have like you know Ikaruga. I have some Toy Soldier games. I want. I uh, I like to play like Gatling games. Like I played the shit out of that game because they just don't make games like that anymore. The backward compatibility was for me was not about the disc based Xbox game. Backward compatibility for me was about my Xbox Live Arcade. You know how much money okay. I spent on that shit? So uh, I, I get you. I get you. I, I spent a lot on the arcade. Man. Yeah. That's, that is what I was excited for because I played those games a lot. You know how many mash casts I recorded playing Hydro Thunder? 
<laughs> Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder. Yeah, that was oh one of the Summer God. Games games. Yeah, see, Mike's up there shaking head disappointment. I'm like, see, people like I, me. I only play that in the arcades. I have to have a Hydro Thunder machine to play Hydro Thunder. I can't play well, that Hydro like- Thunder. Okay, first of all, Hydro Thunder arcade is really about just it's just fucking boats on water. That's what it's about. Okay, <laughs> it's about going fast with boats on water. Hydro Thunder for your Xbox or for your home console is more about challenge. You know, oh, okay. It is. It's, it's, it's not, not, it's not just about boats on water. Like, okay. the level design is different. The level design, like, you know, especially when you get into the harder levels, like, it's it's a lot it's a lot more challenging. You just don't believe me, best because you've never played it. I have. I've played both. Okay? <laughs> uh, I don't mean to be so aggressive, Mike. It's been a rough week. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You, you go on and defend Hydro Thunder as much as you want. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was excited about was my Xbox Live arcade game. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I said from the very beginning. You know, when it came to backward compatibility, Microsoft they gotta do something. And fi- I have faith because Phil Spencer is at the helm. Like he's gonna do something. Like he he has to do something. They have to have a killer holiday season every year until they catch up. They no, can't literally. do what Sony did this year. But the but the problem is Sony doesn't look like to be backing off like they did this year. Like it seems like they've got they've got like like actual like first party or you know second party exclusives that are not letting up. You know. I feel you. I mean, the thing about this entire year, even the thing about Sony, like last year, just wasn't a great year for Sony in general. Like, what exclusives did they drop on console? They didn't. Bloodborne. They didn't. Bloodborne was it. You until know? Dawn was there too. Oh, okay. Until Dawn. Sorry, I forgot about Until Dawn. God, that was such a good game. The order. We don't talk about Dawn. the order. That order was. <laughs> God, that was a letdown. Last Sony basically rode the wave of their success last year. Okay, that's that's what they did. Now they need to get back into the seat. Like, okay, what would Kaz do? <laughs> like, we, need, we need to go 4. into Kaz mode. So yeah, Uncharted Four, obviously. Uh, I can only imagine. They're gonna, there's going to be another Infamous either this year or next year. Really? I you think, think you... At that time. You, well, I mean, this was the launch title, but like a lot of people have a lot of sour taste in their mouth from Second Son. Well, that's because Second Son, it's always tough when it's not a direct continuation of the story. Not to mention the ending of Infamous 2. Like, because basically, they, it's almost like they ignored it. It's like they never really addressed why there were still conduits. They never really got I to they, it. I thought they basically said uh, the hero ending was the was the, was the the canon ending. Yeah, well, the, if the, the, yes, right, the hero ending was the canon. But with the hero ending from Infamous 2, all the conduits should be dead and all the humans should be alive. I just had bad memories about the game because I got the worst case of Pax Pox ever when it came out. Oh what? Yeah. yeah, my wife was playing it, and meanwhile, I'm having these delusions that if I can untangle these weird geometric shapes I've imagined in my head, my throat will stop hurting. Yes, so Pax I don't Plague have good memories no of that game. <laughs> I, I caught Pax Plague one time, and people couldn't even understand what I was saying. Yeah, because like, my my voice was I, so fucked. I didn't know you could get I, that sick without dying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Luckily, I dodged that this year. Yeah, it's hand sanitizer, dude. And you know what the thing that was fucked up for me? It's because I avoided it at PAX 
Actually, it was the year that you were down here, that you were in the area. I avoided it at PAX. A week later, remember when we all went out? Uh-huh. Jess was recovering from it. I got it from her. Oh, no. Yeah, that's how I got PAX Plague. That's awful. Yeah, so yeah, PAX Plague is no joke, dude. You gotta be careful. Warning for everybody. Ma- oh, Mikey, he uh, he just managed to not get caught. But the PAX South is still pretty small, so... Yeah, that's the other thing. Is there's not as many people. I mean, still a lot of people, but not as many. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, I have faith in Phil Spencer. I can't wait for Sony for Microsoft to catch up to Sony because then we're gonna see some awesome shit. That's when they're both gonna have to be at the top of their game, or they risk, or they risk going down. But one thing mm-hmm. that both of them are happy about is that consoles aren't dead, which is something that had been predicted. Throughout the entire life of the MASHcast, until the consoles came out and did well. I don't know why people thought consoles were dead. They were trying to hop on to the next thing so fast. You know, first, what is it? First is Facebook. Facebook games of the future. Well, guess what? Facebook games are dead, except to your, you know, Aunt Gladys. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, but because, all of the, because they failed so much, they finally realized, like, you gotta appeal to the gamers first, and then maybe grab... You know, a few others here and there. Yeah. I mean, even mobile games, don't get me wrong, mobile games are still huge. Mobile games are a great moneymaker. Mobile games did not kill core gaming. Core gaming can never die. We are a legion. You cannot stop us. It's a whole different <laughs> Unless... market playing mobile games. Like, it's it's not us. It's other people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As long as we're not Mass Effect... Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. No, 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 no. Didn't say that. Oh, just imagine if if mobile games actually did take over, how that would rock the games industry? You know how many people will lose their jobs? You know how... how Blizzard employs over 4,000 people. Okay, that's big. They employ over 4,000 people. And that's because they make core games like Diablo, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, Hearthstone, uh, fucking Heroes, Overwatch. They make these core games... Uh, for core audiences, but imagine if the if the actual core audience was gone, like you can't break that many people into mobile studios. So many people will lose their job. It will be a huge. It will be a, a huge economic drain. What was that really big acquisition that we were like? I can't believe Activision bought that company for King? so much money. Yeah, was it Candy Crush? Yeah, the King, Candy Crush. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's just Candy Crush. I wonder how much they've lost on that. I don't, well, know, I don't think they're seeing any of the returns from that yet. They haven't done That's anything. That's what I'm they, saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, how much have they... You can't look at the loss column, at least for a few years, until they actually do something with it. I mean, they've only had them for two, three months, if that. Who bought really? PopCap? Two, three months? How, when did that happen? Didn't that happen like, someone... at end of last year? Not, it wasn't end of last year, was it? No, uh, I think it was like closer... It was last year, wasn't it? But it was closer to the middle of last year. It seems like it was a while ago. I just I couldn't care less, so my brain's yeah, not retaining that information. <laughs> wow, you bought Candy Crush. Oh. Good job. I feel like it was later than that, but I mean, I could be wrong. No, it was November. It was, you know, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, it's too soon to tell. Activision buys stuff like that when they don't want to build their own divisions and do it themselves. Like, okay, they already <laughs> want to just buy them. MLG. You know, I mean, they wanted the yeah, they wanted the esports division. Uh, buy MLG. Well, I mean, they've got Blizzard's money, so might as well just use whatever they buy, yeah. whatever the fuck they want, because Blizzard's gonna make them lots of money. 
Well, yeah, but don't don't sleep on them. They make lots of money on their own. I mean, well, and, yeah, they have Call of Duty. <laughs> well, they have Call of Duty, but they have other titles. Skylanders. Yeah. Well, Skylanders is dying right now, really hard. Not after it made them a boatload of cash. Yeah, <laughs> it was enough to ruin Spyro the Dragon for a good long while. <laughs> yeah, like you know, so they got that. Not to mention something like you know, obviously, um, you know, Transformers Devastation, not a cash cow. But probably the amount of money they spent making that game versus the amount of money that they actually made ver- from it, they'd call that a success. Yeah, we'll see how much money they make off of the TMNT game that, that they got Platinum to make, too. Yeah. They're, doing a, they're giving Platinum games for some reason. All these, like, here, have this franchise. Here, have this franchise. You'll make a game out of that. Cool. It's probably because it's the same style of game. You know, fast-paced. And I'm cur- you know what I'm more curious about than, than the fighting style? The dialogue. Did you play Transformers? Anybody here play Transformers? Yeah, I, I love Transformers. It was Dude, a good game. The dialogue in Transformers, like Optimus so Prime talking serious shit while he's fighting somebody. You yeah, know? it was good. You know, you dodge somebody's fight and you try again. Like, you know, like, it's it just awesome. And that was, yeah. And then Megatron, Optimus and Megatron talking super shit. Oh, that was amazing. They don't make manly cartoons like that anymore. <laughs> God, I gotta get my no, they make they don't make they don't make manly cartoons like GI Joe and no. Undercats anymore. They don't do because just think about how much even back in the in the day, like Optimus Prime was no bitch. He was no bitch. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't soft. He didn't have feelings. You know when he was talking to Megatron, like, I'm gonna end you today. He meant that yeah. shit. Shit. Did you see? You see? You guys have seen the cartoon movie when he just destroys, like, five Decepticons, just, like, roll, runs them over, blasts them in the face. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. The culmination <laughs> of childhood was right there. That's right. And then, yeah. like, like, then this... Optimus gets shot, like, five minutes later, not even. Yeah, I know, but and it then takes, then like, there's 12 beast... hits to kill him. It's like... And then they made Beast Wars. With like the softer, Wars. kinder Optimus Primal. Uh, he wasn't the same. That you shit know? got crazy by the end of it, though. It was pretty stupid at first, but by the like the end of the, I think it was the third season, it's like people were dying. It was fucking amazing. That was the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. End of the third season was the end of the show, but like I think it got it started to take a turn at the end of the first season mm-hmm. when they when they changed the planet show. Like but yeah, Dinobot yeah. died. I'm like, this is traumatic. Yeah, I think they realized like <laughs> there's no kids watching this. It's all adults who watch Transformers back in the day. So let's yeah. let's up our game here. That's exactly what they did. You know, love triangles and shit like that. Yeah, people dying. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. but uh, People dying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Activision, yeah, they, they make a, a, a pretty pay. Them combined with, with, with World of Warcraft, I think, uh, well, not World of Warcraft, but Blizzard, that, uh, that, that, they, yeah, that's pretty uh, They're amazing. not going away anytime. Absolutely not. You know one thing I do kind of get tired of, though? And this applies to WoW Talk, and this applies to Inorbit. Anytime something bad happens with any of those games that have Activision attached to it, Activision gets the blame. I just listened to the last Inorbit, and they were, they were giving Bungie the pass... And saying it's because of Activision this and Activision that. I just want to be on that podcast so be like, no, Bungie made bad decisions. Just like, <laughs> like a lot of people blamed Activision for Diablo 3's crap, but I think some of it might have been Blizzard. Some of it, 
had to, it couldn't Tell all be Activision. Guys, Activision is not going, is not walking into the active, is not walking into the Blizzard offices, smacking around executives, saying you're going to put, you know, uh, so, going to put a real Bobby Kotick. Bobby Kotick's the one that does that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got him quiet now. Like, stop yeah. going in and they talking put a to muzzle people. On it's him. too much work. Yeah, buy another game company and let them make money for us. Yes, yeah, EA. That's another thing. Like that has changed over the last five years. Activision has gone from being like you know the spawn of Satan to EA being the spawn of Satan, and they had an uptick. They had a great uptick that when they released Bad Company and they released the new Medal of Honor, things were going great for them. And then right after that, huh? Then look what happened to Dead Space. Yeah, but first, first was Dead Space. Dead Space was first on the altar. In EA, they go through these, like... Because remember, in the mid-2000s, EA was, like, evil incarnate again, you know? They were evil incarnate, and then by the time Bad Company rolled around, okay, EA's getting better. Oh, Metal Honor, they're getting better. Release Dead Space 2, people like it. Oh my god, this is great. And now EA's like, okay, cool. People are buying the games. How can we make even more money? How can we vacuum money out of their pockets? I know. Let's make, you know, let's put multiplayer into Dead Space. Let's make drop-in co-op in Dead Space. A horror game? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? You know? Shit like that. You know, they fuck. Like, how can we make Metal Honor more like Call of Duty? I don't know. Let's go to every country on the fucking planet and blow shit up. How's about that? Battlefield? Ah, uh, shoot a nuke down that hallway. Let's do that. That that people like that shit. Eiffel Tower gets you know blown up. It's all good. Let's do that. You know. But hey, but hey, wait. I got another Mirror's Edge. <laughs> well, Somehow that, this is EA. I got another this Mirror's is EA Edge. on their uptick. They're going. They're <laughs> doing their uptick now to try to get out of the hell and back into the good graces. They're coming in with a Mirror's Edge. Um, they might come back with a dead space that that's not bad. They might come back with a with the next battlefield may not be complete shit. Even though, uh, you know, what was it? What's the last battlefield called? Um, battlefield hardline? For, uh, hardline. Yeah, cops and robbers. Right. Get the fuck out of here. That shit. I remember when I played the beta, I was like, oh yeah, they should have never released this beta because I'm never touching this fucking game again. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was. A that com- sounds about right. That shit was a complete. Circus, it, it was a complete circus, and that, now I'm like, oh, now I know why Battlefield needs to be fought in large settings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like this game really brings that out. You can't just take the Battlefield formula and put it into a fucking city. No, you can't. You know, you can't have two choppers just flying around Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, it's not the no. same thing. You can't have. You know, 50 cop cars chasing robbers down a highway. It doesn't work. You know? So, yeah, now I think EA, this may be the start to EA's uptick, or it may just be Liquid. that one blip, that one anomaly. But also, yeah, but if also, it's good. good. If, Liquid, if, if, it's good. if it's good. <laughs> if it's good. The trailer today made it look really good, but we'll see. Well, that trailer is. Um, we, we have a conversation uh, yesterday about looking at trailers, Mike. I know. <laughs> But it looks so good. Um, but also, look what happened for Need for Speed in the past five years. Oh yeah, they like, need to take just, that. They need to take it out look, the past. Look what happened to Need for Speed. Need for Speed went from. By the time we had started the match cast, Need for Speed was already bad. It w- it was bad already, and then they just took it, 
and just made it worse and worse. Need for Speed is their Tony Hawk. All they had to do <laughs> was make Underground 3. Like, literally just take Underground 2 and just give people, a th- put a 3 on it, make it look pretty, and people would have been fine with well, it. And the thing about the last two Need for Speeds, they were both always online. Why do I need to always be online for my single-player racing experience? Because Burnout Paradise. Fuck Burnout! Like, this is not Burnout, <laughs> it's Need for Speed! You know? It, it, they, they're probably... At, well, remember, Criterion made a lot of those oh, Need for yeah, Speed. They, they did, and I thought that was a terrible idea, because especially when Criterion started making the Need for Speeds, they went to pure shit. Yeah, like there was. And that I was one- like, "Let them make a burnout game, please. Don't just let them do burnout. Burnout is great. Burnout is fine. Do not give them Need for Speed. That is a mistake." Well, yeah, the was the first their first Criterion's first Need for Speed was Hot Pursuit, I believe. It was Hot Pursuit, and it showed that it's not the same. Like the co- the cars had health bars on them. Why? Burnout. We're in Burn, that, we You just, just program the AI so that it's good enough to stop me. You know? That's the thing. Your car had a health bar. The uh, the cop cars had health bars. It was fucking retarded. You know? And then, then they came out with hot... The, the uh, It was Hot Pursuit, and then they came out with, like, Most Wanted, which the dumbest idea of, okay, well, instead of having a set of races... Instead of having a set of races, each car is going to have its own races. Like, somebody thought that characters. was a really... Yeah. story. <laughs> somebody thought that that was a really good idea. Somebody racing? thought that was... And they were wrong. <laughs> they were fucking wrong. A lot of somebody you know, said race... think it was a good idea. <laughs> racing games have really died over the last Arcade racing years. games, specifically, because Forza is still amazing. I'm pretty sure the That's next... That's true. Forza and Gran Turismo. The next Gran Turismo is going to be great. Forza Horizon is good, but it's not arcadey enough. Like, I can't just play it and have a good time. Like, I still kind of have to be careful and drive... Sort of, right. kind of, realistically, like you it's know, no Project Gotham. It's no Project Gotham. Like I'm not gonna hit a turn going 70 miles per hour and be able to drift around it. That's what I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the type of arcade racing games that I that I want. You know, uh, you know, Rockstar. If anybody from Rockstar is listening to this, it's time for another Midnight Club. We are way past due. Like <laughs> we are yeah. past due. Yeah, the Midnight Club. Save us. <laughs> Save us. They're working. Uh, they're probably working on the. They're probably Rockstar's probably busy. They're probably working on another Red Dead. I hope so. Anything. I'm ho- whatever Rockstar wants to put out. I'm good. You can put whatever you want out. I'll buy it. Like you know, you can put another Rockstar table tennis out, and you got somebody. You got to purchase right there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> table tennis. Rockstar table tennis. Did you play Rockstar table tennis? Anybody here? It was. Yes. Yeah, oh, it was I really was good. Hard. Does yeah. actually want me to know how to play it? <laughs> <laughs> it was tough, but it was awesome if you actually took the time to figure out how to play it. But, uh, yeah, like, you know, Rockstar is on fire. I mean, even though I, did, I didn't like GTA they, 4, to be honest with you. Apparently a lot of people did. I didn't like it because of the banana peels on the tires all the time, you know, for the cars. I did not enjoy that part of the game. But GTA 5 was incredible. It was so incredible, I bought it twice. And next time it's on sale on PC, I'll probably buy it a third time, okay? <laughs> I did have a great time biking down the street and punching people in the head. <laughs> my my desires are simple when I pick up a Grand Theft Auto. I just want to give people a really hard time in that world. Yeah. 
I think I spent an entire night hammered out of my mind just running down the street and seeing how many people I could punch in the face before I'd be arrested. <laughs> and then I'd just go right back out of the police station and do it again. The cops would be looking at me like, that fucker's going to go do that again. <laughs> I can see him punching some bitch down the street already. <laughs> but I had, you I, did, was, I had a reason to be bitter. I tried to take my fucking dog for a walk, and I threw the ball for him, and I got a two-star one rating. I must have hit a cop or something. I died on my front doorstep. From that day on, I'm like, everybody's getting fucking punched because you're all. That's assholes. like real life, though. Yeah, I know. That was too real for me. It was too real. I couldn't handle it. Excessive police violence leads to high rates of recidivism. Oh Jesus! Here we go. <laughs> oh yeah, GTA Five was incredible, dude. I really like that game. Max Payne Three, still one of my favorite games of all time. I will never understand that. Max Payne. <laughs> Max Payne 3 is good, but being your favorite game of all time... I didn't say it was my, well, I said one of my favorite games of all time. I, I, one of. Like, that shit was amazing. That shit speaks to me. That shit was art. <laughs> Max Payne speaks to me. You got Max Payne as a man, right? You know... Men, Did you play the second one? Huh? <laughs> Did you play the fall of... Yeah, I played uh, the fall of Max Payne, yeah. I didn't say okay. it was an amazing game, but I still enjoyed it. You know, but yeah. Max Payne three, like all, like Max Payne's life has been so shitty, so shitty. Yeah, his wife and daughter get killed. Then he goes undercover to try to stop because he just try to stop the sale of the drug that got the guys high to kill his wife and kid. Okay, so he throws undercover. The only person who knows he's undercover gets killed, and they think that he killed him. Then he has to go through all that shit in New York City during a blizzard to try to clear his name. Then. The woman that he said that he thought was dead, that he kind of loved, comes back again and then dies at the end of that game for reals this time. You know, that's after. You do know why it's called the fall of Max Payne? Probably because one? I was jumping and fell backwards out a window. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fall of Max Payne because he broke his principles in that game for Mona. You know, he broke his principles. Like when he killed that other cop. Because she wanted to arrest Mona, and he just like and so he didn't he didn't know what to do, and so he ended up killing the cop. <laughs> you know, like come on, like that's that shit. That was crazy. You know, he broke he broke his person like who he was. I just feel bad. I just feel bad for Max Payne because he had to deal with a shitty bullet time mechanic. Oh, in the second one, like the first one, it had a shitty bullet time mechanic too. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. First the first of all, one had a... that was the first bullet time mechanic. <laughs> That's the thing. It was the first time bullet time was in a game. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad. It was like straight. It was like straight up like like it was around the time like guys, the Matrix was so cool. We should do this. Okay. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly I what agree. they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, exactly. Like That's I said, like... that fall I took out the window was in slow mo. It was amazing. I was laughing, <laughs> even though I was really mad. I was reloading my save. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I hate bullet time. I've never liked bullet time. Well, then, well then, why are we even having this conversation about Max Payne if you don't like bullet time? It's a staple of the game. Exactly. This is why I just. See, Mikey will throw himself into unbalanced conversations. Like, you know. <laughs> If you hate something, I just of like, you don't understand I just like why. Hearing I you like rant, Max okay? Huh? You ranting just makes me happy. Oh, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> he feeds off of my anger. I, I just give you Destiny, say Max Payne is shit, Nintendo controllers are shit, you know, whatever, just get you <laughs> Which So, since we're going to close that conversation, since it's irrelevant, <laughs> since Mikey, he just hates the game, I, I, I 
thought Max Payne 3 was incredible, but um, Rockstar, I, I really wish, I kind of wish they would push stuff out faster, but whenever they push them out, it's like, it's like pure quality, you know? And yeah, I just want to give a shout out to 2K Games for this entire time period not turning into a dick of a publisher. Okay? 2K Games. Well, well, pre-sequel. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think that makes them a dick of a publisher. Like, you know, they wanted a Borderlands is popular. People were excited when that came out. But I just think the, the publisher they handed it to, like, they, they, couldn't, they couldn't relay the same style of game that the main team could. That was that was the problem, you know. Right. I think that was the problem with that. But uh, you know, you got Borderlands series from from uh, from uh, Gearbox, which is is awesome, and Tales from the Borderland also amazing. Uh, you know, they have Rockstar and GTA and Max Payne. They have uh, well, it was Bioshock Infinite came out in this amount of time, fucking phenomenal. You know, uh. Isn't id under 2K? No, that's Bethesda. That's Bethesda. Sorry, that's Bethesda. Okay. But um, I'm trying to think what else. Well, they have the 2K series, which is the best sports game in sports. NBA 2K, whatever. Yeah, NBA 2K. Yeah, it's the best sports game yeah. out. Like, people who don't play sports games will play NBA 2K. You know? So, good shout out to, like, you know, for them for not, like, you know, feeling the pressure to say, well, we got to get into mobile. Or, no, we got to put microtransactions. Oh, we got to put multiplayer into Bioshock Infinite. That didn't happen, you know. Well, they they put they put multiplayer into Bioshock too, but okay. Well, yeah, that was a different studio though. It was still two K though, wasn't it? It was two K. It was two K publisher, yeah. So, <laughs> but at least they they didn't that force. Game was they a tragedy, huh? God, the multiplayer in that game was a tragedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not that well, I that play a still... lot and know a lot, but I know when I'm not having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about something changing? Multiplayer is not being shoehorned into everything anymore. No, it it's an entire game now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you could look at that though as conversely, single player is not being shoehorned into into things that it shouldn't be either. That's true. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But then, but then I'm losing single player like Rainbow Six. Yeah, I see. I generally don't have a problem with multiplayer only games, as long as the pricing is right. Like Overwatch is forty dollars. I think that's fair. What Overwatch is forty bucks on PC. on PC, it's on console. Okay. It's sixty dollars because okay. they, they they no they had to play some kind of game with the pricing scheme here because I think they couldn't release on console for less than sixty. So the base game is forty dollars. The Origins edition is sixty. You can only get the Origins edition on console. But the pricing is not true because um, Transformers was fifty dollars. Well, I don't. It's like that's still like almost like I think Transformers should have been forty dollars, but that's just me. Um, My game has tons of replay value. Yeah, but it, you could play that one I'm time. I'm not gonna argue with about it for forty, bro. I'll give you that. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah. So the console version is sixty bucks, you know, and yeah. the PC version is forty dollars unless you get the Origins edition, which is sixty. That's your right. choice to spend that extra money, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, essentially, that game is 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 you know forty dollars, you know, for PC. For PC, yeah. So like, uh, I don't mind that. But Rainbow Six, dude, Rainbow Six, sixty dollars. 
fuck. Like, that, that's a lot for a multiplayer-only game, especially a game where you're going to spend a lot of time not playing because when you die, if you die like close to the beginning of a round, you're talking about three to four minutes of time of you just sitting there. Don't die. <laughs> not that simple. Like, the game really doesn't say I know. I've, yeah, yeah I, I bought it. I, I've actually enjoyed my time with Siege, though. But I played it one night with one of our friends who's actually really good, and I was just like... Uh, I spent so much time trying not to die that I didn't enjoy the game. <laughs> that, that's that's the point. It's the stress of like you don't want to fuck up, but then because you're stressing yourself out so much, you fuck up and then die. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like you just like you know, yeah. I don't like. It wasn't a fun experience for me. It wasn't a fun. I played it once and now was it. He asked me if I want to play again. We know we started playing instead. Warframe. <laughs> You know, so far I haven't spent any money, and plus, since I've been in Warframe since Alpha, I actually have money in that game. They gave me money because I was an Alpha player. Nice. So that game actually isn't isn't too bad at all. We did find a bug. We found a pretty big bug in it while we were playing. No, well, it was it was kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the multiplayer is not being shoehorned in the games like it used to be, which is pretty awesome. Great. I mean, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, I I don't disagree with that. The only thing I don't like is the full, fully price charged multiplayer only games. Yeah, that's the one thing I can do without. I'm looking at you, Battlefront. I'm looking at you, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, Battlefront was a travesty. Battlefront was a huge gotcha. I mean, wow. I mean, I bought Battlefront only after fifteen of my friends had it. <laughs> I didn't. I still don't own Battlefront. You know, Battlefront is a great conversation game, a game that you can just throw on with your friends and play and just talk about shit other than video games. It's your new destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Quick, create a podcast of Battlefront. <laughs> It'll just our po- our Battlefront podcast will just be us talking about things not video game related. <laughs> so it's the Mashcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um. But actually, speaking of Warframe, free-to-play games have... I mean, they've more than taken off at this point. Like When the Mashcast was first started, we were seeing, so I think we were starting to see like the first waves of quality free-to-play games. I mean, just like you think about 2010, 2009, if a game said free-to-play, it was a joke. It was probably a Korean game, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know a Korean MMO or something like that, and it was a joke. And now, I, me and my friend, we play Warframe for serious. You know, we have, we play Warframe, we haven't spent any money on that yet, you know, but like I was just telling Nick, you know, I, I spent, uh, I spent money in Heroes of the Storm, you know, I spent, you know, five bucks on the starter pack or however much it is, maybe it's five bucks, maybe it's ten bucks, I can't remember, but I spent money in there, you know, League of Legends has made leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds, you know, as a free-to-play it's, game, it's... and if it wasn't for the success of League of Legends, I seriously doubt free-to-play games would be as big as they are right now. Then, oh, was it uh, Marvel? You know who else had a huge contrib- uh, contribution to that? Not Marvel. DCU. DCU turning it around with free-to-play. Mm-hmm. That, right there, was huge. Because that's when uh, failing MMOs were like, okay, well, we can't get the subscriptions. Let's go free-to-play. Uh, even I played DCU, and you know what? That's when I found out, wow, this game is really nice. This game is really cool. Like I wouldn't pay for it monthly, but I'd play it for free and I'd buy some like cosmetic stuff, and that's what I did. I bought a chest plate that made me look like I was part of the universe, <laughs> you know. 
Like that's it was awesome. All you had in that game, all you had to do was spend five dollars, and they would substantially increase your uh, storage space. You know, I kind of miss that game. If I had more people playing it, I probably would actually still play it again. I hear there's new content dropping soon that's revolving around Superman, but I just. I don't need an MMO in my life right now. Yeah, you. That's the last thing I need in my life right now. We talked about that in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but free to play is is huge right now. It, it's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the pricing structures, though, for some of these games, like when I played uh, Blacklight Retribution, which was a great shooter in terms of how it felt, in terms of the gameplay, but the pricing scheme. Like to build a completely custom gun was like twenty between twenty and twenty five dollars, you know. And then other weapons to buy a single weapon, you're talking between five to ten dollars to buy one gun. That's too much. Luckily, the internet is filled with scrubs. These scrubs buy these guns. I would shoot the scrubs and take their guns. <laughs> That's how I played that game for a long time. Well, you know. So yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I I, I don't. I'm, I'm as long as well. First of all, if a game is free to play, it's your choice to play it. You know what I'm saying? So I can't. I'm not gonna make us think about free to play games. What I do have a problem with is this new trend of microtransactions. You know, the free to play microtransactions that are now creeping their way into sixty dollar titles. Mm. Hello, Halo Five, Assassin's Creed uh, Unity. Yes, Assassin's Creed Unity. Which was just a terrible all-around idea. It really was. I mean, there was nothing, no redeeming. Dead Space Three. Yeah, no redeeming quality about that game. But yeah, you know, um, you know, yeah, Dead Space. Uh, or uh, Tomb Raider has some type of microtransactions. Those card packs. Everybody's doing those card packs. And this is what I have to say about the game industry about that. It is not a secret that these card packs, because they started in FIFA. You know, these card packs have raised had the frequency of account hacking because people would hack uh, would hack accounts so they can get these uh, get uh, people who had credit cards on their account to buy the card packs and then trade them off. And now everybody's introducing card packs in all these different games which is just going to bump up the frequency of these uh, hacks mm-hmm. all for you know a little bit of money. And the target of these uh, of these card packs are children. I'm sorry, they are. Because most adults are not buying this shit. You know? I know a bunch of people who play Halo. Not one per, not one adult I know has bought a card pack. That's because the adults are the ones that actually work for the money and understand how yeah. valuable it is, and the kids <laughs> just get it. <laughs> I say this as I go buy a skin on, like, freaking whatever. But you still anything. work for the money for that skin. You, you can appreciate it. You know exactly how much time you had to spend at work in order to get that skin. The kids have no concept of that. You gotta teach that to them. You gotta work hard at that. What am I doing? Are you practicing <laughs> your adulting? Are you mode. practicing your parenting skills right yeah, now? Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not liking this trend. It feels like it's only gonna get worse. It really is. That's it. It's like it's it's, it's looming like that and DLC. I mean, Destiny was the was the the, the culmination of DLC fears. The only thing I can say is I'm really happy with the way fighting games, the fighting games are trying to trend to where the more you play the game, the more 
currency, in-game currency you can get to buy the DLC characters that are going to be released later on. Right. Like, Street Fighter V does it. You can do that with Killer Instinct. I don't think you can do that with Mortal Kombat. I'm pretty... Yeah, you can't do it with Mortal Kombat. But, like, I like this trend in fighting games where it's kind of like... Buy the game. Here's your base roster. You can earn what's coming out. You know? I, I like this trend, and I hope it continues on this way. I mean, I'm hoping more uh, fighting game developers pick up on it, too. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, hopefully it works out and they keep doing it. But, like, everybody else, no. Like, Destiny, like, Destiny, it was so clear that they took that game and chopped it up. Like, it was so clear. It was, they weren't hiding that shit at all. You know? And at least with other games, they, they can, they have some type of argument, not with Destiny. You know? Oh, but we we re-recorded the voices on on this DLC, or we did this, or we did that. No, dude, I'm sorry. No, yeah. So I don't know if Destiny is like the peak of terrible DLC, or if it's actually gonna go worse. If it gets worse than that, like how could that game possibly sell? Let's see what happens with the division. I'm I'm curious about the division, but I'm not gonna buy it. The reason I, well, like, oh, go ahead. The reason Sorry. I'm not interested in it, it has to do a lot to do with my age, and here's why. When oh, I God. watched the E3 presentation, I was into it until the very end, when the guy turned on his teammates and killed them. That is when I was like, "Oh shit! Anybody in this game can turn against anybody else and take your shit." And I'm like, I'm too old for that. I don't want to come home from work, work in a full day, be playing, have something I'm trying to get out with, and then somebody I'm with kills me for it. Or like you know somebody who's been camping in a building all day snipes me. Have you heard the penalty for doing that so much, though? No. So apparently like, there's this penalty where like you'll be labeled as a rogue, and everyone in the map and the dark zone will be able to see you on their map. And can see you through a wall, and like can know where you're at, all that stuff. And there'll be like a bounty on your head, basically. So if you do it too much, basically it's like it is like free reign on you. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> what? Now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. At least that's what I. At least that's what I think of what I heard from from people in the beta. The it's basically case. like. You can get, but, like, the problem is all the rogues are going to, like, build, like, this group of rogues, but then, like, one person said they saw, like, five rogue people running from, like, this mob of, like, 20, like, legit players. <laughs> well, here's the thing, like, so I would go rogue and get that so that people can come hunt me down and try to get my bounty. I'd want that. <laughs> I'd be, like, you know, that mythical creature that everybody's tried to kill, but all you find is their bones. I don't think you'll like it too much, though, because there's a lot of bullet sponge oh, yeah. in this. It's not like a Tom Clancy game where two shots are down. Yeah. Like, you, you, it's like Destiny. Like, you're going to shoot at something for a while, and then it's going to go down. But aren't you shooting at people? Yeah, you are. Think, yeah, that, That's the weird thing. That totally makes it not, like, worth it. Like, it's like kind of like, why is this person a bullet sponge? It's kind of, you yeah. know, it, it's like, <laughs> I think one of the worst I'll, examples of that was the original Uncharted. Those people wearing Hawaiian shirts, those are the most resilient Hawaiian shirts I've ever seen. They would take like eight, nine bullets and, and then die after eight, nine bullets. Unless you shot them in the head, which apparently that's where all of their blood is. 
<laughs> it's in their head. Yeah, a lot of streamers were like, man, it was, a lot of people got into like the beta or whatever this previous weekend. Yeah, I guess there was a beta, and a lot of streamers were mentioning that and said it was kind of weird. So, yeah, yeah, now, I'm probably gonna stay away from it for quite some time. Well, I'm just worried, like, what are the microtransactions gonna be in that game, or if there are any, or like how DLC is gonna work and how chopped up the game is and. I and it's Ubisoft, so you know. Yeah, you never know. First of all, you know immediately not to buy the game for PC because after <laughs> WB Games, they're the worst. After the WB Games, they're the worst. I don't understand why Uplay still exists. They sell things on Steam. The thing on Steam opens Uplay, and then Uplay opens the game. Uplay is a I mean, piece part- of shit, by the way, because that's I have Rainbow Six for PC, and the chat system is garbage. Anytime I leave a match, like, you know, anytime me and my friend leave a match, we have to regroup together. The fuck? You know? I think they, fi- I think they fixed that. It was three weeks ago. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, never mind. Yeah, like, you, you play as shit. And like, I, yeah, that's why I'm de- I definitely couldn't get the division on PC. And um, I'm not going, I, I don't think I'll be playing it on the PlayStation. Mm. You know? No, no Far Cry either. Uh, Far Cry is a different story. Far Cry is built for PC, and it's a single player game. You know, Far Cry is built for PC. So I think for Far Cry, yes. But you know, I'm actually not a huge Far Cry fan. You know, I'm not really that huge of Far Cry. When I when I when I play a first person shooter, right? I when I sweep through an area and I have to come back, generally I want to see that area desolate. So I can kind of just stand there and smell my success. You know what I'm saying? But when I go back to an area and now it's repopulated with somebody, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. That's what, yeah, it really wasn't, uh, really wasn't the thing I was looking for, to be honest with you. It also bugged the shit out of me that people, if I'm like two, mi- two miles up a hill with a sniper rifle, some idiot with a shotgun on the ground shouldn't be like, oh, there he is, and hit me. Yeah. Joe <laughs> Berserk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I always got pissed when a random tiger would just fucking come and kill me. Like I'm like trying to snipe these people, and then there comes a tiger out of nowhere. No way, that's what I was looking for because I was trying to make all those different duffel bags. I got super caught up making different like satchels and bags, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, tiger! Was way need, better? <laughs> did you need you need all those accessories to match? <laughs> exactly. I need to make. will be the stylish killer out there. Carry all those different grenades and weapons that I couldn't use properly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Actually, I think my list is done. I I was trying to go through like you know what's really changed in the last five years. You know what hasn't changed? Consoles are still alive. Handhelds are still alive. You know. Well, yeah, the DS is still alive. Let's put it that way. The DS is yeah, that's handhelds, man. I mean the Vita, the Vita. Well, Vita's Vita's dead. Let's let's just call it what the Vita is. It's dead. I still it's what I t- Vita is what I take with me when I go traveling. See, but there's. The Vita has literally a Persona machine. <laughs> Vita or Danganronpa. It's an Atlas machine. Yeah. Atlas. <laughs> Anything. It's Atlas. You know the funny thing about the Vita? The uh, oh man, what is it? Called? What was the name of the shooter that was supposed to be the competitor to Halo? Um, Titanfall. No, that's a competitor to Halo. Oh no, Halo. That, that's right. I'm thinking. No. Uh. Um. Uh, Res- uh, not ki- uh, res- not resistance, not resistance. What's the other one? That Killzone. 
yeah, Killzone. Killzone Mercenaries was better than the PS4 Killzone. Yeah, I remember you really liking it when it came out. Yeah, because Mercenaries actually kind of lets you play the way you want it to. You could either play loud, or you could just be sneaky and like you know uh, stealth everybody. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great game for the Vita. I was very surprised, and then I played the PS4 <laughs> Killzone. I was like, man, this is a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, it's like, this is so boring. I killed, like, three people in the first 15 minutes. I'm like, where is everybody that I'm supposed to be killing right now? I always thought Resistance was the better Sony shooter over I was never there, a but... Resistance fan, to be perfectly honest with you. I couldn't even make it all the way through the first one. Same. It was the guns that got me. Like, I, I love the guns and Resistance, and that's what... Actually, you know what my problem was with Resistance? The DualShock, until the DualShock 3... Well, the, Dual- the DualShock 4, sorry. Until the DualShock 4, first-person shooters on the PlayStation were trash. The, like, the controls were trash. The DualShock 4 completely fixes that. It, it completely fixes the shooter problem that the PS that the, the, the DualShock had before. Now, if I take my DualShock 4 and put, attach it to my PS4, I might actually enjoy Resistance. You know? Because you can pair it. DualShock 4 to PS3, Yeah, DualShock 4 to PS3. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, you compare your DualShocks to the PS3? Yeah. No. Oh, wait, not to 4. Yeah. I don't think you can take the 4 to the PS3, can yeah, you? Yeah, you could. You compare it to the PS3. Can you do 3 to 4? No, 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 no. I don't think so. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Why? What, what are you thinking, Nick? Well, no, this way I don't have to buy more controllers for my kid. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, they don't. <laughs> that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um... Yeah, the, the, the DualShock was, was was shit for it. But yeah, the uh, the Vita has some good games. Um, there was actually a game I just got, can't remember the name of it, but it was, it's like it's it's like what um dude. But the Vita is so dead. They had to bring Gravity Rush HD remake it because that was like the glowing game on the Vita. Is that out? And then they make a sequel. Well, no, they were gonna make a sequel for PS4 anyway. The only reason they HD remixed. The other one was because they made no one played the first one. Yeah, it was on Vita. <laughs> well, I played the first one on Vita, but I enjoyed it so much. I think is the HD remix for Gravity Rush out? Yeah, it's out right yeah, now. Because I'll probably buy it. Well, actually, you know what? I'll probably wait for it to be free on PlayStation Plus because they're gonna make it free right before Gravity Rush Two comes out. Yeah, that's what I'm good doing. Oh, <laughs> PlayStation Plus. It was a good game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I I I take the Vita with me when I travel. I don't take my 3DS so much. But the 3DS is... I'm not going to argue that the 3DS is the better at the console. It definitely is. This is definitely better at the handheld console. Nintendo's still alive. That's a thing. You know, even though people have been calling for the death of Nintendo. Nintendo's not dying because of one failed console. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, Nintendo made more... Um, Nintendo made more money off of the Wii than Sony and Microsoft did off of their console. Mm-hmm. Over ninety six million Wii's, all with a profit, They've, all with all mm-hmm. on profit, and they still make money off their handhelds left and right. Yeah, I'm not gonna read your comment on air, Nick. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> so. <laughs> well, what Nick did bring something up <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Nick did bring something up. Streaming has become a huge thing now. Actually, streaming, let's plays. Let's plays are killing reviews and not <laughs> trademarked. Yeah, 
Let's Plays are killing reviews. Oh my God. And uh, uh, streaming is big. Now, the thing I don't... Maybe I'm just too old for it because I really... I The only thing I'll really watch streams for are fighting games. And I talked about that before because I am not good at fighting games. I don't really don't play fighting games. So I'll watch streams of fighting games. I can understand fighting games. I can keep up with them. I enjoy the nuance. But I don't watch StarCraft streams because I'll just go play StarCraft. I don't watch Overwatch streams even almost have to start because I play Overwatch. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't didn't watch TF2 streams, Counter-Strike streams, because I play all this stuff. And not only do I play it, I play at a competitive level. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I play at a competitive level. So, I'll just play rather than stream, you know? Well, I... Mean, I I'm, I'll, I'm sorry, but I, I'll watch something like a Grand Finals or something like that, or like a, like a, like a, a huge tournament. You know, I'll watch that, but I won't watch somebody just playing that shit and then asking for donations. But go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry I cut you off. Well, no, it's fine. Um, I mean, I'll I use it to watch horror games because I I just can't play horror games. I I can't make my I I will. It literally took me about six months to beat Resident Evil Four because like I just was too pussy or not. Can we edit that? You want to edit pussy? Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or not? I don't know. I just felt like that's a bad word. Um, I was just like, <laughs> out of everything I else you said, you think "pussy" is a bad word? If I'm gonna edit that, that's three edits I gotta do now. <laughs> no, it's you can keep it. Like I was just like, I would pussyfoot around, and I would just like whatever. So like, I can't play games like that that take too much time anymore. So if I see a game that I want to play, but I just realize I don't have the time to play it, I will watch someone stream it. I watched someone stream Soma, like, from start to end, because, like, I just didn't want to play it. Or, like, I wanted to maybe play it, but, like, I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So if I don't have the time to play, like, a game like that, I will watch someone play it. Okay, I, mean, I, I can see that. But some people just, like, they just go to Twitch and just turn that shit on like TV. Especially a lot of younger kids. Because yeah. it is TV to them. I mean, think about how much... I mean, okay, like we were talking about like Transformers before, but like, really, how much of the shit that we watched when we were kids was actually good? A lot, like, actually. I, I don't well, know. I, I feel like there's a lot that does not hold up if you go back. Like, we remember the good stuff like, like G.I. Joe and Transformers, but there were way more cartoons than just those two. And like, oh, yeah, Street Sharks. I didn't watch it. That's it. I stopped watching that shit because it sucked. <laughs> you know? Street Sharks was Pro the stars. shit, and you were wrong. You know, Wildcats. I MC didn't watch Hammer that cartoon. shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know what weird. I hated? Oh, my gosh. Remember what, like, does anybody remember when there were two Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons on at the same time? Yes. There was the really, there's the cutesy comedy one, and there's that super serious yes, one. The super serious one was awesome, and it was only on for, like, it wasn't on for two seasons. But if, if, yeah, it was only on at like five AM and like it, on like one of the local stations. Yeah, but like the one that was stupid and like comical with the Doctor Robotnik, you know, and like the stupid animations, it felt like that shit was on forever. And all I wanted was to watch the Julio White one. <laughs> That's the one I wanted to watch because that was the serious one. I was I was Jaleel too serious White. as a kid, baby. Huh? <laughs> Jaleel White, yes. That was a Jaleel, there was Jaleel White was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, and that one that was an awesome cartoon, dude. Shit. How do we get on this conversation, Nick? You brought us here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, no was... but I think I think we I don't know, I'm I tried to make this point 
you know, in the other podcast, and I, I don't think you quite bought into it, but I think that for kids, like, like Twitch is just what they put on in the background. Like, there's no point in putting anything on TV. One, there's... It's I, I, true. It's, it, because the thing is, that the, like, the thing is, at least with Twitch, it's like you can put on a programming and then you have the, 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 the chat channel right next to it, so you can still talk to people about what's happening right there. You can't do that with TV. I mean, at, at best, you can live tweet something and try to follow the conversation that way, but I don't think that really works... Like, for an active running thing, it's more like you just get a few people, maybe who, like, you know, like, the actors in a show might be live tweeting, and, and you know, get, you get interaction that way at best. But, right. like, here, it's like it's it's kind of like the equivalent of being able to have your friends over and everybody sitting around watching something, and, you know, and even it's the same thing that you kind of get out of playing, uh, you know, like, Battlefront, where you're able to talk to your friends while you're really just doing something mindless. Like, it's kind of, it's kind uh, it's... Uh, you know, I mean, that's the thing is you, you look at streaming. What's been big on streaming lately? Freaking Bob Ross getting his own channel. <laughs> and what? Uh, Piano Impro Man was a big thing in the last week. Well, Those are awesome. game that's things. Why, yeah. These are just these are just things that are interesting that people are able to go and they just put on and they, you know, they can learn stuff from that. You can learn about playing piano. You can learn about how to paint. And also you can have your running commentary going alongside that. And, and it's not so much the running commentary. It's just the the interaction where, oh, hey, you know, I'm in the chat channel. Other people are in the chat channel and right. we're all talking about this other thing that's going on here. I mean, hell, nobody on the, nobody, Bob Ross is not interacting with anybody on Twitch. So. That, and it's, and I also feel like when I was, a, when I was a teenager or whatever, like I had Tech TV G4 and G4 Tech TV and all that kind of jazz. And there really isn't anything on television that caters to that market anymore. So now all we have is like, the internet or Twitch, and Twitch, it's it's kind of like how it used like those that kind of stuff where it was like it was on it was background music to when I was playing games. Okay, and here we go. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, I used to watch G four, and Nick, you know, he asked in chat, did G four die in the last five years? DG four died on the inside way before that. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> did, okay. did it get put in the ground? Yeah, it got did, put it go in the cool? ground in the last five years, but it died on the inside at, right after the tech TV merger. Mm -hmm. Did you know Electric Playground is still going? Yes, Where? Well, those you know those guys they they work in the industry like they they oh, yeah. they're, they're yeah. music guys in the industry. Um, I see that on Games Industry Biz all the time. Yeah, and they're like consultants and shit like that. Um, but. G4, like, to even Twitch right now, like, I still haven't found any, uh, any comparable content to what was on G4 beforehand. Because G4 was a, was a, was a channel for gamers that took gamers seriously. You know? And it, it didn't have any this gimmicky shit. It didn't have a bunch of Mountain Dew and Doritos in the background. Or, you know, trying to use buzzwords and shit like that. It took gamers seriously. So, like, 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 Pulse, the news channel, it was like regular, it was like a regular news show, but about video games. That was awesome. You know, you had Filter with Diane Mizoda, which was, you know, a great, that was a great countdown show. She did a good job. Um, you know, you had Arena, which was about competitive gaming, which was cool. And that guy, sometimes I see that guy at events, like the guy, the, the main guy from Arena. Not Kevin Pereira, Not Kevin but Pereira. The guy. He wasn't the main guy. Craig, guess where Kevin Pereira got started? Right. Yeah, but the, uh, the, guy, the big guy, the muscly guy, yeah. he's still huge, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but, uh, 
Not surprised. Yeah, he uh, like you know, you, you know that show was good. Uh, you know how you had some uh, some comedy esque shows. I forget like the like, well, not cheat. Cheat wasn't one of those. Um, but even cheat, well, cheat, ha- cheat ha- was still a good show because it wasn't gimmicky and it was like it showed you all these cheats and stuff like that. Yeah, but you can't really do a show like cheat anymore, and there's not really cheat codes anymore. Well, yeah, it's, it was more like exploits for the most part and stuff like that. But so it was a great show. And there's no content still like that. Like Twitch just watching somebody play games, like that's boring. Like to me. Well, like, Twitch Twitch is starting to have like game show talk shows be like a thing. Like there there are a few out there. Oh no, I see when I see their their uh you know, like kind of archive their shows on YouTube. And I, and I see that, you know. But the 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 quality level at which G four was oh, over yeah. a decade no, no, ago no. at this point is not there. No, not at all. Is no. not there. You know, and that, that's the thing. Like, we're still we're still not there because it's 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 amateurs doing it. It's not a it's not a big production doing anything. Right, because no one wants to throw the money at it. Well, exactly. Is, well, is, it, is it the case though where the the market is kind of dictating the quality that it gets, and it's just that. Like, you know, Comcast threw a ton of money at G4 back in the day. And, you know, and, and then the, the quality was great, but then ultimately it wasn't sustainable. Now we're kind of getting that sort of popping up on Twitch a little bit to a degree. I mean, you you could argue that for a, sh- a show that talks about news and took gamers seriously, that's what we did. Like, we supplanted G4 to a degree. <laughs> and... well. Admittedly, we didn't stream, but we still put content out there. We could have streamed. We could very easily be doing this on Twitch with a nice little overlay, and everybody could see all the funny faces that we're making the whole time, and maybe I, maybe my inappropriate comments right. in chat, too. But, oh, my gosh. But I think the main problem was with television is it wasn't fast enough. Yes. Before, by the time Pulse would come out at night, everyone would have already saw the news on GameSpot, IGN, Mash Those Buttons, whatever, whatever website had it, you know? Wh- who... It, I mean that that was really one of the bigger problems is like they they can't just like instantly give you what you want, which is what kind of what streaming can do because they can react to things on the fly, versus television doesn't do that. Television's scheduled, you know what I mean. God bless you for putting GameSpot and IGN in the same breath as mash those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hell for that. No, them. no, no, you're not. You're going to heaven. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but. No, I see, but I mean, like, yeah, you're, you're right. Maybe, like, Pulse wasn't the best, but if Pulse, those, if Pulse would have been, like, more of a discussion show, I think it would, if we can have a show like that now, that would be an amazing show. Like, a, like a, a real, like, what a I'm, mature what, what discussion hearing. about these things happening. Kind of like we're doing right now, except with less fucks and pussies and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you want a view, you want the view, but of gamers. Yeah, but respectable. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I, I think part of it too, though, is that we. I think I wonder how G4 would do if it came out in this era of on-demand content, where instead of, I mean, the one th- the one thing that was kind of cool about G4 was, because I didn't have it originally, I had it, my girlfriend at the time had it, so, like, whenever I'd go to her house, I'd be like, oh, let's put on G4, and then, like, we'd watch it, and it was like, you were getting whatever they were streaming to you, and if you wanted to watch Pulse, but, you know, Arena was on, you got stuck watching Arena, like, that's just, that, that's how TV that's used to work, kids. TV, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays, like, I I can't remember, like, like, the, like, 
occasionally, like maybe like once every two months, my wife and I will sit down and we're like, oh, hey, this show that we like to watch is actually on right now. We can actually watch it live instead of just watching it on demand whenever our schedule you know, could be accommodated. And I wonder if like you had those shows with the production quality of G4, you know, that you know, instead of that, you know, having a set schedule and you could only watch it when you had to watch it and it was still appointment TV back then as much as it could be. Now, would there be more of a market for that if people would be like, hey, you know what? You know, I just got home from work. Let me check out the latest episode of Pulse. And you could put the, out an episode of Pulse. You could put it out in the middle of the day, you know, or when they produce it, presumably, you know, later in the afternoon or whatever, instead of having to wait till like, you know, six or nine o'clock, whenever for, that it would actually be aired. And, you know, you could put it up so somebody comes home from work and they can just put Pulse on at whatever time that is. And, you know, they could watch Filter whenever they wanted to. And maybe I think they were a little too far ahead of their time because the other problem, too, is that as a gamer, you're not going to set your schedule around a show about games. You're going to like when I get home from work, are you going to watch the show about games? You're going to want to play the games like both. The show about games is what you watch (laughs) at work. (laughs) (laughs) and so that's a problem too is there's no you you certainly weren't watching anything like that on your phone back in the day that's true streaming yeah you can uh, yeah well i mean they offered almost all their episodes on g4tv.com like you could literally go in back and watch like episodes so so they were trying to stream back in the day they were ahead of the curve on they would upload their episodes yeah they would have certain things i I actually remember watching a pretty decent documentary about Mike Ross on G4. Like, the, the G4 website. Yes, they, they did try to do that, but, you know... Were they just ahead of their time, maybe? G4 in general, yeah. I think so, because even, like, back then, I mean, it, the, the gaming stigma still exists. But it was so much harder back then. The gaming stigma didn't really start to break until the Xbox 360. The Xbox 360, in my opinion, is what really started breaking the gaming stigma, because now other people were getting Xboxes. Regular, you know, the dude bros started to get into Call of Duty. You know, everybody was getting, you know, all the sports guys were getting Madden. And, you know, Xbox became this box that a lot of people would own for other reasons. And then maybe they might play a game or two also because so, right, playing games are, became more acceptable. Are you saying that, that Microsoft's vision came true, that they provided a box for, like, the common person to use not just as a video game machine, but as other entertainment devices? Yeah, they actually did that. They did that inadvertently, but then they tried. They took it. They took it the wrong way. They started with the wrong market. Yeah. Instead of starting with the gamer, they started with the other consumer. Well, yes, like with the so. Xbox 360, there is no way they truly intended it. You know, it, it's because it's. Oh, well, actually, a lot of things have to line up. What happened with the Xbox 360 to work? But it was the Xbox 360 combined with Netflix. That is what really oh turned it into this thing that mel- started melding into this box, Netflix, you know, that n- p- anybody can get. Netflix pretty much turned all gaming devices into another device for people to use. It was the, the it, Netflix's success inadvertently caused the effects of all this to happen. Yeah. Like, if, if Netflix didn't exist and didn't take off the way it did... Like I don't, I don't believe this. We would be in the same state we are now. You know, one, one of the things too is that they've been saying. I think at least Sony has, because I know Microsoft has been a little more cagey about their numbers. But Sony's been saying like the PS4 is selling faster so far than the PS3. 
And do you think then that part of that reason is because Netflix is so predominant? People are like, oh, hey, you know, I can buy this. I can use this for, for Netflix in addition to all these other games. I mean, we talked before about how Sony Sony had nothing, you know, like didn't really have much in the way in terms of like console exclusives or anything. And I know Netflix right. isn't console, console exclusive, but I mean, is it's Netflix sort of the ki- Sure. Is Netflix like the killer app though for the like the console generation well, at this point? Well, remember remember when the PS2 came out and it was the only thing that played DVDs at the same time? Yes. I almost want to say like Netflix is like the DVD of the PS4. I don't yeah. think so. I think Sony can can uh, besides Microsoft giving them a huge hand. Uh, one of right. the things that really helped Sony's success is the fact that they didn't release any ads with crying babies. <laughs> that helped him. <laughs> that helped him, the, who came up with those PS3 ads? Who thought that that was a good idea? I, I read an article about those PS3 ads from the company who made them, and I still don't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> was it an apology? <laughs> yeah. I saw something talking about Sony has. They realized that their bread and butters with the gamers, so all of their major ad campaigns is uh you know, about about gaming and greatness awaits, you know? Did they, did they start to well, turn things remember? around before Kevin Butler, or was it, like, right when they did Kevin Butler that they started to turn things around? It's, uh, I'll say Kevin Butler is probably laugh. when it's the momentum started moving. They started turning things around beforehand. They, they got rid of those creepy ads, you know, of, the, like, the floating PS4 and the baby and stuff like that. Uh, and they, they started doing regular ads, and then when they brought Kevin Butler in, that was like, that was when things really started moving for them. Who was the little yeah. kid? They had the little kid that was Marcus. Like, yeah. Yes, they needed to do more with him. Yeah. No, they didn't. I thought he was good. He no, was only like two commercials. The PS, too much as the PSP is. was really the PSP was dead anyway. Was the PSP was basically just pushed out there to become like piracy, like heaven for people. Yeah. I mean, literally, people still buy PSPs today so they can, like, hack that crap and just get, like, an emulator on it. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty much sure anyone who owned a PSP at some point tried to, like, homebrew their, homebrew their stuff and get stuff so going. At this point, so I was just like, just buy the hardware. We don't care. Like, <laughs> we're making yeah. money off the hardware. You want to homebrew that shit? Have at it. But you know what? To Sony's credit, the Vita has been pretty locked down. <laughs> it has. I started like, oh, we already talked about the Vita. So sad. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh shit, what were we talking about? <laughs> Ads. Who? This is Nick's I, fault. I laughed so hard at the P. <laughs> I laughed so hard at the PS4 ad where it was like, this is how you share games. And they literally just handed it to each other and said, thank you. And well, that they was shot the that ad. shit at E3 as soon as the Microsoft That shit concert. was so good. Yeah. Shit was so good. You want to talk about shots fired. That was huge. They shot, they, they, oh, the <laughs> shot cannonballs across their bow. Like, yo, wow. Like, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, it was such a good E3. Oh, uh, yeah. I think this E3 was better because both everybody's on their game. They know Phil Spencer's hungry. That's for boy. That's what I'm putting money on. <laughs> He's like, the South shall rise again. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, streaming for me, like I'd be more into streaming if it was quality programming. You know? That's the thing about quality programming. And I don't, I don't, maybe it's because I didn't know as much about the industry. Um making video games, the financial side of it, when I was younger, when G4, 
or now when I'm listening to people, I'm like, no, you're just an idiot. It's because of X, Y, Z. Like, is that it? Or are they really just idiots and I'm smarter than them? Like, that could be realistic. <laughs> I think it's a mix of the first and the second one. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you, I think we have a little bit of rose-tinted glasses when it comes to G4. Um, as well as there are some really stupid fucking people on Twitch. Hands down. There, there are some really dumb streams out there. Yeah, like, oh, fucking PewDiePie. That's YouTube, though, but still. Well, no, he streams Twitch, too. Oh, I he's, think. he's YouTube Red? Is that what the Now he's YouTube, YouTube Gaming? No, YouTube Gaming, Anytime right? I or see an article about him and how much money he makes, it, like, it really makes me want to jump off a bridge. Like, why am I even alive? Why am I here? <laughs> to make this podcast. Because we need you to edit the audio oh, yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why am I here? I try so hard. I, and like, you know, the first time I actually watched a PewDiePie video. Why'd you do because that? Because I was, I was actually <laughs> looking for Five Nights at Freddy's um, Let's Play. Because I wasn't going to oh, play okay. it. So I wanted to see what it was like. But it was him. Shit, it, I would have streamed that for you. You should have you should have watched Markiplier's then if you were He was that, the first but... one. So I just clicked it because it was the first result. And then he started talking. This is PewDiePie. And I'm like, yo... That's annoying. And then he's with the high voices and the screaming and the yelling. I was like, I can't watch this. This guy sucks. He's the worst. This is the worst YouTube video I've ever watched. And I went and I watched another guy who was normal, you know. But then I find out, that's when I find out that, you know, that he is like the, the like he's grossing 12 million, not grossing, but like, oh yeah, grossing, sorry. $12 million a year with yep. that shit channel yep it just it it, it kind of ties back into everything it ties back into movies music you know the quality of products these days you don't have to be good to make money you just gotta find you gotta find the crack and then hammer at it that's what it feels like you don't have to or you know music is the mainstream music is terrible we're so we're sequelitis in the movie theaters. A lot of movies suck, you know, and and the same thing with a lot, with a lot of streams. They suck at like quality programming, which is difficult to make. You know, mm-hmm. it takes time to produce, can be expensive, and like you could, you can make this amazing thing and nobody ever sees it, nobody watches it, but yet you yell on your YouTube videos and act like a dumbass, and you make twelve million dollars a year. America, fuck yeah. Uh, well, he's not even American. He's what it was. He's like, was he Swedish or something like that? What is he? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know who. I don't even. I don't keep up with PewDiePie. I don't even know who he is. Uh, like I hear his name, but like I just have no, no idea. Because then you'll be like me. I hope there's no bridges where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I cross a bridge every day. <laughs> I'll show you the. I'll show you the. I'll show you one of the high fives that I live really next to, and we'll. And that'll be like, don't watch. That. <laughs> yeah, don't ever watch. If you live near high structure that you can jump off, don't read about PewDiePie. You watch it. If you watch his videos, you'll immediately turn that shit off. But like, cause that's because you're an adult. But but if you uh, <laughs> if you read about how much money he makes, he just he just kind of deal with Disney to do stuff with them. You really, like, dude. The fuck? I pay taxes. I go to work every day. I try. I, I I'm trying with the site. <sighs> uh, 
How did we get on this topic, Life Nick? Is this is your fault. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm always blaming Nick for everything. We're too old. Yeah. We don't we don't know what's hip with the kids. We we give them the perspective and we're all wrong. Yeah. Uh, apparently so. Uh, we needed more Minecraft. <laughs> Even then, the fact that I know that Minecraft is something the kids do means it's something that kids don't do anymore. <laughs> kids do Minecraft anymore? Like, is that still a kid thing? Do they I still think play younger, Minecraft a like, lot? younger and younger. Like my niece, she plays Minecraft, and she's oh, like okay. seven. So it's turned to like a, like a like a really little kid. Yeah, game. she plays Minecraft. And she's like seven. So okay, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Anybody got anything else? Are right, we gonna wrap this sucker up and call that a podcast? Well, now I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do these topics in the right order. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Actually, now this me and Nick no longer have a podcast that we're on together. We'll come up with something. Yeah, after you have the kid, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> there's a chance well, that I, we could be coming up very rapidly on my final podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it has been been fun. It's been tough. It's five years doing weekly shows. That's tough, guys. <laughs> that, that, that is definitely a, a tough thing to do. Um, one thing I'll say, most of my predictions on the show have come true, right? <laughs> like, I, most of my predictions on the show have come true. Consoles are still here. Handhelds are still here. Michael Pactor is always wrong. <laughs> no? Oh. As far as consoles being here, I think that in the long term they would they will go away. But I think in this case we're just going away first, so so we can claim victory. That means we win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means we win. <laughs> That's, that should be sure. the title, the final match cast. We win. we won. We yeah. won. Good job, everyone. We may be we everyone go touch, home. We were always right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they it's... will all learn it eventually. Yes. <laughs> like I said, right, we got we're gonna have to shelve this one so we can focus, you know, heavily on uh, our our newer guys. You know, besides the four we got right now, we're gonna have at least two more. Uh we have uh Let's Get Critical getting repurposed as a postmortem podcast. Me and uh Andres, we did a podcast on Metal Gear Solid Five postmortem. Two hours. Damn. Two hours. <laughs> it was long, so let's get critical. We got that, and then um, I think we got we're gonna try to do that episodic podcast that we was talking Mike about, you know. So we got at least those two, and then whatever me and Nick, you know, can kind of come up with here. So we'll see. It has been fun. Thank you guys for helping out as much as you have. You've all been great. You know, we had good times, good conversations. I didn't even know you could have a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich until Mike had one on the show. Oh my god. <laughs> that thing was the best thing ever. You know? How do you not have a grilled PB&J at least once in your life? I, I just okay. never, I never ever thought to put that together. Same. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It's like, I could go go things. live a life. Go have a life. Yeah. Go have a life. Go do like, it. I went to a, a burger joint the other day that had Grilled che- you can set it with the bun. You could have two grilled cheese sandwiches with bacon as the bun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's called, it's called like Texas toast. How do you do these things like, with you get food? Texas... You, could just, you could just do this stuff? You get, 
Yeah, like if you get Texas toast, just put some chicken strips in there and some barbecue sauce, and you're good to go. Jesus. Wow. The future's <laughs> bright. It's called it's called Whataburger. Whataburger, everybody. Yeah. Our next podcast will be a food podcast. Yes. <laughs> Why were... <laughs> Never mind. All right, so... Oh, no need pussyfooting around anymore. This is... God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I think one thing, though, should be said, you know, thank you, Jarrett, for doing all this. I mean, you put a hell of a lot of work Seriously. into this. I don't know if anybody's ever actually thanked you. I don't think that we well, have. Yeah. Ever. No, and you I don't think I mean, we have. We're normally just like whipping you. Go edit stuff. Yeah, like you are mash those buttons for more, you know, for better or worse. And so your yeah. hard work does not go unrecognized. I know we can't really show it that much. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it. Yeah. We years. got you this air trophy. <laughs> I'm going to ship it to you. That invisible <laughs> trophy you're holding it. up right now. Thank you. Yeah, it's air. It's made of air. No, thank you very much. We'll get much. it to you. You're right. Nobody has thanked me. No. Yeah, so. <laughs> No, no, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, seriously, not a thing goes up on that site that you don't touch at this point. So it's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it, it, as much as you like to say, "Wow, talk is my baby," like the entire thing is your baby. So I don't know. Maybe I'm the father, you're the mother. I don't know. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> fan fiction on this is getting weird. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure someone wrote the fanfic already. We just have to find it. Oh yeah, I really don't want to slash see any. those buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see any. Uh... Any Nick Jarrett fan fiction out there, folks? <laughs> I don't want to find any Tumblr pages, the internet, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> no. don't. don't want to find this, Dude, Nick. Do you remember before you actually joined, like, started, you know, doing stuff on the site? <laughs> I was telling you about some drama that was kind of going on behind the scenes, and you mean <laughs> he called it? He called the series of drama as the buttons turned. <laughs> you were already making horrible titles before you even got here. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> if I actually had time to write a show like that with the old, you know, the old like organ music in it during like <laughs> the, the scenes, that would be an amazing podcast so as the buttons turn. There used there used to be so much drama. Yeah. Like uh you know, but the game it required DLC. Boop. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh no. <laughs> Find out next time that's on the buttons. That's the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, Jared, get the season pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the quarters of our lives. Uh, no, but they be like, yeah, the, the, the site and the show, a lot of work. And, you know, the the choice to end this show is so that we can make the other shows that we do even better, you know, like so we can focus even harder on those. Like the Mashcast is kind of like a generalist podcast, and um, you know, these other shows that we're doing, they're more focused, and we're seeing a a a, a nice response from them, especially on Wild Talk in orbit. It's coming up right behind it. If we actually push uh, uh double tap a little bit more. Um, we'll see the same thing, and I'm hoping Watchpoint does the same as well. So you know we gotta sacrifice one, even though like you know because Nick, when I was telling Nick that we have to end this, even he told me first that he was either gonna have to stop or really cut back on doing it because of the baby. But when I told him I was like, well, we're just gonna have to end it. He's like, well, no, we gotta find a way. <laughs> we gotta find a way to do it because we have such a good time doing this show. Um, you know that week, the weekly, you know. 
just thinking about showing prepping for the show is kind of like a hassle, but then you actually get into the show and do it. There's a lot of fun to do. Uh, it's just, you know, if I didn't, you know, if I thought that I could maintain, you know, increase the quality of the other podcast while maintaining the show, I definitely would, but it's, it's I'm only one man. <laughs> the coding program is not yeah, complete. Need, instead, of, <laughs> instead of forcing your time to edit this one show, you just edit like 10 other shows. So yeah, the, the, the cloning program is just not complete, guys. <laughs> well, as far as this being really fun to do, like this is one of those things where, like, every time I have like an idea, it's like now it's like, well, I should do a podcast about that, and it's like I don't have time to do all these podcasts. I keep having ideas for, yeah. and like one of the other thing too is like I encourage like everybody, like everybody should have a podcast. Like it's 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 great. You go, you get on here, you talk about stuff you're passionate about. You talk about it with other people who are just as passionate about it. You get to argue with them and make dumb jokes, and it's awesome. And I will be sad that we won't be doing the Mashcast, but you know, like. Mash those buttons lives on in all its other forms, and I'll still be around on Wow Talk, and I'm, I'm, you know, baby permitting, I'll be around in other forms as well. So, you know, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're. Uh, I just renewed Mash those buttons for another year, so <laughs> <laughs> we got at least so a year from now. Year. We're going away. <laughs> we got at least another year in us. Trust me. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited for the future. Yeah, I am excited for the future. At this point, um, a lot of things have changed in my personal life over the past five years. Like, my responsibility at work is uh, much higher than it used to be. Let's just say that without getting too too much into it. And if I... I wouldn't be doing this, this just for fun right now, okay? I don't, I don't tell you that much. I wouldn't be doing it just for fun right now. Um, I'm excited for the future. And I hope everybody who listens to the MASHcast, at this point, you probably listen to some other podcasts, too. Um, I hope we continue to listen and enjoy the new stuff that we're going to be putting out. We'll, you know, we'll be around. All right. So thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can get our other podcasts like Wow Talk and Double Tap and Or, but I usually have to explain, but we explained in the beginning. So I don't have to explain this time now. Uh, you, you catch our other podcasts. Uh, on a regular basis, like Double Tap is monthly at this point. Wow Talk is bi-weekly. It's every other Tuesday. And Orbit just moved to Mondays, so that's going to be every other Monday. Uh, over uh, whew, Watchpoint Radio is going to be every other Tuesday, so Tuesday is officially Blizzard Day here at Mash Those Buttons. I don't know, maybe every Tuesday I could put like icy like sides on the website or something like that. <laughs> someone in someone in Activision is like, yes. About, yeah, this this is their this is that. their inception plan from the beginning. Like this wasn't our idea, Nick. This is their this is their idea that they slowly planted and let the let the seeds grow. They've got their hooks on us. But uh I know so yeah uh, the first the very first episode of Watchpoint is gonna be coming Tuesday. So that's the very first like official episode. We've done four special editions at this point. Uh to get ready and to kinda help people now at this point get ready for the beta because the beta's coming back so you can learn about the different classes um also realize what classes jared can't fucking say oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mikey was actually able to analyze pretty pretty well from the podcast that i hate classes that stop he hates you know, crowd control he hates crowd control yeah. so if you want to piss jared off in overwatch go play some with crowd control Instantly, he will fucking. That'll make me mad, but then you don't. You won't like me when I'm angry. I will find a way to kill you. <laughs> no, you'll be frozen. You'll be frozen. I will, oh, you're I will fine. find you're a fine way to frozen. kill you. I can't wait for you to get into the beta, Mike, because you think you got this fucking plan and you're ready to go. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna find a way to just constantly 
kill you over and over again. <laughs> it is. It's called OP Winnebaker. Yeah, OP Winnebaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously Watch Point Radio, tons of fun because we're laughing right now just talking about it. <laughs> but um, yeah. all of our podcasts, including Watch Point Radio starting today, is on iTunes. Uh, we are on all Overcast for iOS. We are on Stitcher Smart Radio for iOS and Android. We're on Pocket Cast, Player.fm. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, we are all. We also have a, a, just the regular RSS feed. If you have some type of other uh, reader that you're using, you can pop it in there. We are on Twitter.com slash Mash Those Buttons. We are on Facebook.com slash... No, sorry. Twitter.com slash MTB site. I did the same thing yesterday. Twitter.com slash MTB site. Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons. YouTube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Uh, we... Uh, oh, actually, Mikey, what's your Twitter? Uh, at K-E-Y underscore C-L-O-W key underscore cloud. All right, Joel, where can they keep track of you? Joel underscore Couture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. See me ramble about really goofy bullshit and games about birds dating and people exercising their friends in the bathtub, which are my two recent articles. Birds dating and exercising friends in the bathtub. I just want to jump in and say you sh- everybody should follow Joel just because every Saturday he puts out a list of great games that you should play and or at least check out. It's always great read. I always look forward to reading that when I get up on Saturday because you usually put it up before I get up on Saturdays. That'll probably change with the kid, but I like that. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, buddy. You know people are looking at it because I am a homing missile for goofy, weird games. <laughs> All right. You really are. Well, yeah, that's kind of his own choosing. You don't know how many people I've told about that Charles Barkley game. That game is fucking amazing. It is amazing. I just sometimes I go back on the site and I look it up just so I can look at the image of Bill Cosby Ghost Dad. <laughs> it <laughs> it makes me RPG. so happy that that game exists. Oh yeah, uh, Nick. What is uh, how where people can where can people find you on Twitter? They or... can find me at WookieBH. All right, and I am underscore Jaw underscore so it's underscore J A A underscore. And uh, with that, I said thank you for listening, and uh, that's it. Good night. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Fuck Konami. Sayonara. Yeah. A bunch of dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Later.